All right, man. So this is episode 17, I believe, of Best Podcast for Everybody. All right, and we got a special guest with us. And, you know, our homeboy is back from his little sick leave. So right. I know you're ready, yeah, ready, right. ready to bring thank some you, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got my man, Pastor Roy. Go ahead, give us a little brief introduction yourself, man. You ain't got to too long. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, like you said, my name is Pastor Roy. Um, you know, I've been a Christian hip-hop artist for, for 18 years. have a podcast called uh, the Savage Truth Podcast, man. But so it's just about, you know, honesty, being real, being authentic. Um, and you know what I mean? I'm a Christian. So, uh... That's how that's how it goes, man. But yeah, that's that's the shortest introduction I can give. Yeah, there you that, go. That's, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, what intrigued me about Pastor Roy? Um, number one, when he first came in, he got the the hat says "Save Not Soft," and that's what we promoting here because a lot of times people get the uh, idea that because we Christians or no. we saved and we we live for Christ, you know, we're gonna be quick to turn the other cheek or just back down on anything. Um, that's not the situation. We supposed to we're supposed to live and stand boldly for Christ. Um, in every walk that we do, and also uh, we just met. Last week, really, at church, yeah. at, yeah. at church, and um, <laughs> pastor was um delivering a fire message, and you know, you know how you know how people that really love the word is, they be like, amen, amen, right. amen. So we looking at each other, and we see, I see him with his wife. He turn around, right. look at me. I was right. like, oh, right. all right, yeah. So then after that, we just clicked and we just kept going. Um, and it's like he said, I mean, he 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 shares the same sentiment we do about Christ and um our seriousness and just about the culture in Christ, um. Let's get it. Where we gonna start? Which, which, I, what we got for today, man? I mean, you know, well, you know Halloween coming up. So yeah, that, we, yeah, we start with Halloween. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right, Halloween. So, uh, do any anybody in here celebrate Halloween? Nah, huh? nah, nah. Negative, negative. I don't celebrate the trunk or treat stuff either. Right. Of course, I don't of do course. none of that. You know, Hall- this is a, it's a toughy situation with the Halloween thing because um, in the last, put it like this: as you grow, my wife always say you got to chew the meat. Spit out the bones, you know, and when you're growing and you coming off that milk, you know, certain things ain't for you no more. Right, right. So we actually, you know, kind of one of the reasons why we kind of stepping away from the church that we was uh, affiliated with because we feel like we celebrating Halloween. Simulating too much to the culture. Yeah, they coming along. And I don't want to say, I understand, you know, when when a church, you know, have a little, all right, don't go out trick-or-treating, come to the church and we have some candy for you and this and that. But when you're going in there and it look like trick or treating, everybody still got the costumes <laughs> right, on. Right, exactly, you know, it's no different. It, it seemed like it's, it's very similar, you know. So it's it's one of them things that you know, uh, if your church is um kind of falling into that culture, compromising, yeah. Maybe you know you got to look into some other things. Yeah, because so, I know some people you know, have um, personal convictions, personal convictions about it. But if we really do the history and learn what the origins of Halloween is and all the dem- demonic and satanic influences about it. This is a special day in the, um, what, once a year that, you know, Satanists, witches and everything believe they get their certain powers. And that's why there's, you know, blood sacrifice. And we see all these different things, you, you know, and you, you find out don't, reading during the, um, what's the, the, I forget, Anton Levy in the book, the church, the church of Satan. They give you a lot of information about this specific time. This is a very ritualistic time of the year that starts the day before, which everybody calls mischief. You know, growing up, everybody used to do or go do the bad things on mischief night. Um, I forget what everybody used to call it. Mischief night. We call it mischief night. Mischief night. They call it something else? I heard another name for it. Maybe I was... Yeah, and that's when we go out and do all all the bad stuff. You know, just (laughs) throw eggs in people's houses, ring and run, toilet pit, TV, people's houses and stuff like that. (laughs) So, I mean, there's, there's nothing good about it. But that whole... This whole time is um, based off of 
child sacrificed and mm-hmm. blood, bloodshed. Because, you know, in order to, uh, to please God or to cover ourselves from our sins, back then it was animal sacrifice. Satan flipped it and did what? Child, child sacrifice or sacrifice of humans. Yeah. And what really Halloween started was druids or, you know, like I, they act, they seem like they were angels of death. They come in all black, like all black monks pretty yeah. much. Um, back then, they, what they would do is they come to the house, trick or treat, right? Have something for us. If you can't provide something for us, then we're gonna put a hex on you. And then what they wanted was a baby, or they wanted some type of bloodshed to happen, right? And what we seen coming up. Remember, your parents used to have to check your candy, yeah, right? Because they used to put uh, razors in your candy, glass in your candy. Yep. Same thing. Same, same thing again. Child, child blood um being spilled. So um, this is the same thing um. Nothing is, these are the origins of it. So as the church, should we really be celebrating this? No. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I mean, and any other thing too, it is, you know, even just from like, even when you look at it, you know, and it's just when you got kids, you know what I mean? And I know you got kids. So everybody got kids. Right. And it's just this whole, this whole differentiation. It's, it's kind of like, you know, even, even the whole stuff with, with, with like, uh, with, with Halloween or, you know, with Christmas or whatever. Yeah. My question is like, when is it a good time to stop lying to your kids? And, and, and I mean, like, I don't, I don't really get that. I like, you know what I'm saying? Because people yeah. be like, people get tight. Like, if you tell some Christians that they tell their kids that Santa Claus don't exist, like, they get tight on like, you. And I'm like, at what point are you, you like not going to lie to your kids? Like, that's never been something in my family. But it's like, you right. know what I mean? But with yeah. my like, but it, like, I have my kids are imaginative. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you know what I mean? So it's like I encourage imagination and creativity, but my kids know the difference between imagination and what's real. Mm-hmm, so, like, right. we're not going out here. You know what I mean? Like, last year, my, you know, my oldest daughter, she just had, she just like, can I just have my friends over? And we, I just want to have, you know what I mean, to get together or whatever. You know what I mean? And, like, this year, I think she want to do the same thing. Um, but it's like, for us as a family, it's like, you know what I mean? Like I said, I know what the day is. And like you said, the whole, all of that stuff. It's like the only time my kids going to get me to be a member of Inside Out. You know what I'm saying? But it's like it's something that we do as a family. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right, but right, right. it's very, very clearly understanding the difference and them knowing what the origins of it is. Just like my kids know that, you know, Santa Claus. I, my kids know who St. Nicholas is and who Santa Claus ain't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's like we just, you just got to be real. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's like it's just about being real. Like man. I think that you should never lie to your kids, period, yeah. about nothing. I think right. that's half the world's problems is parents lying to their kids. Um, also, when it comes to like Halloween, the whole play on it is children. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the whole twist on it. Like, mm-hmm. right. So you either going to feel like I need to do this to appease my kids, you know, or you're going to say I need to protect my kids from this. Right. And the church is kind of like falling victim to like being, OK, we're going to mimic the world with another thing, you know, to please the kids. And you like right. like from October 13th through the rest of the month, they be snatching kids. Period. Right. Right. Like it's not again. Even gangs have blood. Like if you're a blood, gangs have blood day. Yeah. That's where yeah. they go through the hood and they kill as many people as. Right. It's going to be June fifth. It's always yeah. sacrificial yeah. when you're dealing with evil people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It, it it gets crazy. But yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think that the church really should be. Church needs to just ignore that day. Act as though that's it, what I, no, that's I think. What, that's, it, I agree. Why well, we need well, to act like it even exists? Yeah, you, I mean, you either ignore it, or you you either ignore it, or you do something to counter it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and not right. to assimilate it, right? Like if you if right, you you right. know what I mean? Like you gotta you you need to you need to teach. 
against it. So mm-hmm. if anything, if you want to do something on that night, then host the night and then talk about yeah. the origin. Let's not do Trump or Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, even even the Catholic side of it, the All Hallows Eve and all of that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of you know what I mean? Because a lot of people like, oh, it's just this, but yeah, I mean there are always different celebrations that take place on the same day. Some of them are pagan, some of them are are not, but it's like, but understand the history of it. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to do anything as a church, I think you should educate people. Educate them. On the holiday, you know what I'm saying. So if you want to do something like, all right, y'all come here and then we gonna have a lesson, <laughs> right? And we gonna teach Definitely. about it. But like you said, the and, trunk and, of treats and, and because there's a whole lot of demonic stuff going on, yeah, on those days. So you definitely, oh yeah, pray. It, you all those cover are... your people and teach your congregation, especially the men in your congregation, how to cover their homes, mm-hmm. yeah, and that, and those type of situations and those type of holidays and because there's a lot of demonic forces out here that we are allowing in our homes for the sake of entertainment and fun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even yeah. with just so. free, um, scary movies we watching. Right. Yeah. Getting our kids all yep. spooked out and scared Yo, of monsters man. and Satan. What's crazy, right? So like we, you know, ever, ever, almost everybody you saw Adam's Family growing up. Yeah. Right. Right. Like the show, the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so the new one came out, and I'm like, I don't know. So my wife is like, all right. So I think the other night we were like, all right, we're gonna have a movie night. We're gonna kick it before mm-hmm. I flew out. And so we we put on the Adam's Family. And then within like, we, you know, I mean, I ain't watched this movie in like a decade. It right, really came right. out in like 93. So like by the time I, by like the movie start, we get like five minutes into the movie right. and my kids are like, nah, we ain't watching this. And right. it was crazy because like, so, like you said, being yeah. in a different perspective now, mm-hmm. we're like, yo, this movie is evil. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's always sexual manipulation between, uh, between the wife and the husband. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. all kind of crazy, like evil yeah. and potions and witchcraft. And it's crazy because then I saw Brian Trejo. Mm-hmm. That does Christian hip hop. I saw him post a movie because he they went to go see the animated version right. of the Adams family. The he new, said we yeah. walked out like five minutes in. He said as soon as you get in the movie, he right. said one of the kids gets possessed by a demon oh, and starts climbing the wall. He was like, no, 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 we got to get up out of here. But it's like even looking back at it, it was like, yo, that movie was super evil. It had a lot to right. do with death and everything. Like, yeah. what, what do Christians <laughs> really have? You know, any association with that type of right. stuff? I wanted to hit on the point where you was talking about um, lying to your children. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. That's and, and that that really that really hurts your children or is gonna mess them up as they get older because you sitting there lying to them about something that doesn't is not even real. Now when it's time to tell them about Christ, yeah, how they gonna believe a, this right, invisible right. man in the sky? Right. When you tell them about this uh this fake guy that you know you work hard all year, right, to give your kids these presents. I'm gonna take right. care of it, bro. Good. Down, yeah, good. yeah. Trust, trust. Yeah, the battery. Just, I got the, for the battery running low. Um, uh, but instead of um, we sitting there working hard all year long as black men, right, to give all of our credit to some white guy that doesn't even exist. I'm sorry to put it like, sorry to put say it like that, but that's what it is. Hey, like, it, is it is what it is. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Get no credit in my house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never we, had. We, the way, the way we busting our behinds to provide for our kids, then you know, take care of them at the end of the year for these um different gifts and stuff. Um, yeah, but it, it's a it's a lot harder. It, it's it's going to be hard for them to understand later on or believe something they can't see because they can't you know because it's not tangible and it's right. but you like you make a good point but the crazy thing is man like you but you you point like we expect children to have faith mm-hmm. right like we want our children to grow up and have faith but then we allow things <sighs> we put things in front of them and tell them to have faith in them and they're imaginary and they're not real mm-hmm. you know what i mean so right. like we give them these processes whether it's the easter bunny whether it's the tooth fairy yep, whether you know go. what i mean it's like these are the actions that i perform it's almost like works based salvation uh-huh. through you know what i'm saying the tooth fairy the the easter bunny or, or through santa yeah, claus you know what i mean so it's like when you put those things out there and it's in the, you just described it, it's in the same vein that you will be talking about Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what That's I'm right. saying? It's the same vein that we try to get them to convince they have faith. But then 
you lose your validity as an adult. You lose your validity as, as your a parent. Because yep. now when you get older, it's like, nah, nah, nah. All that stuff I told you was false. Man. But let me tell you about the real Santa Claus who got an internal gift for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no. Definitely. Like, there's no good time because you ruin your own witness and your ability to evangelize mm-hmm. as a parent when you lie to your children about stuff that's cute because it's socially acceptable. And then you want them to be able to understand something and fathom something later. Like, that's why kids don't trust their parents. Because you lie to them constantly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this house is Daddy Claus. Right. <laughs> daddy, yeah, daddy, Claus. daddy, for the Daddy Tooth Fairy or whatever it is. Nah, we, that, that's that's our spin on it, man. It's I, cash exchange in my house. My daughter handed me a tooth the other day. I was like, Daddy, where my 20 at? I'll be right. like, here you go, baby. Just exactly. Because yeah, I told go. her, I said, if you don't pull it out, I got to go to the dentist. The dentist cost right. me 75. So I'm going <laughs> to give you 20. <laughs> you cut. saving me 55. You got to get my cut. She, right. she yeah, did that the me. other day. She came to my office and was like, here you go. Like, go get cash from your mom. She the bank. Another thing, another thing to point out is always a traumatic experience when they really find out the truth, too. It's always tears and shock and all types of stuff that's going on when they find out that Santa Claus don't exist. Yeah, yeah. you got so, to. I mean, that, a lot. Yeah, good, good. No, no, I was just saying that that right there is messing with their faith. Right. You know what I'm saying? Growing up now, it's like, what if Jesus ain't real? What if it's a myth? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it starts right there because kids really believe in that stuff. You know what I'm saying? 100%. They believe in it. And, you know, and at that, and it's at a, it's at a delicate time too because when they when they children, you know, you soup, as parents, we are superheroes today. Like, we're their everything. And to be, oh, it's, a, it, I don't know, it's, it's a violation on many, on many different levels. And, you know, as parents, you really got to, you really gotta uh, be wise about, you know, giving them all truth, all truth. To this day, <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously, all truth, one hundred percent. I mean, and it, it goes to everything. Mm-hmm. Even if you got family members in your family that got cases of molestation, right. you know what I'm saying, or they losers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be like yo, this your uncle, and, and act like y'all y'all blood and all that. No, you have to say this person is a loser. This mm-hmm. person's a thief. This per, you know what I mean? Right. Like you, we got to be honest all around because right. what happens is, if something happens later in life, we can't be mad at nobody besides ourselves because right. we gave them that false perception. That's right. Yep, hundred percent. Indeed. All right. Good. No, no, I was just saying. No, I def, I definitely agree with that. Hundred percent. You know, just being, being honest, and um, it's for they, it's for their own good. It's for their own good. Mm-hmm. You know, so we don't have to, you know, sugarfoot around certain issues and. I don't mind my kids having a radar around somebody who has a history of doing negative, negative activities. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to. So, yeah. right. And it's being like my man said, it's, it's about, it's about being real at the end of the day too. Cause it's like, and that's the thing. My kids know, like my kids know how I feel about you. Mm-hmm anybody individually. Exactly. And I think we keep that stuff away. We like, you know what I mean? Like you watching your purse around your cousin you know what I'm saying? But you don't tell your kids that. So then, right. like, you put your kids or you put your family in a situation. So it's like, yeah. that's why, like, in our family, like, if we having a discussion and we talking about crazy stuff going on with the family, like, my kids right, right there, there. I'm not, like, go to, it ain't no grown folk conversations in my house. Right, right. right. We're not, we're not like, talking if, about anything if it's a conversation crazy. between yeah. me and my wife that's in the bedroom, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, like, 
if there's no grown folk conversations, like if I'm talking about something, like I want you to know the reality of how I see the world. So my kids hear me talk about race. Mm. My kids hear me talk about church. My kids hear me talk about anything. So in any, so like any, in anybody's eyes, my kids mm. going to see you through the eyes that I am. Cause right. I'm supposed to be teaching them the same discernment that I have. Right. Word up, so, yeah. and then I start asking my kids, I'm like, like, right. you know, what like you I, think I used, about that? yeah, like I have, like, I have like, you know, my, when my kids were in public school, I would go have lunch with my daughters and there would be a there kid acting out and then I, I would ask my oldest daughter I'd be like what do you think is wrong mm-hmm. right. and then I can tell she has discernment because she was like well he just seems like he's not happy like I've never really seen like his parents mm-hmm. like interact with him so like maybe that's his problem and I'm like you know what I mean like I'm teaching you that right because that's what I need you to discern and to understand so I'm like right. instead of being mad at him pray for him right but still keep your distance you know right. what I'm saying because you know he's got a proclivity to do certain things so keep your distance and always be mindful of that. Right. But like, we try to, we try to protect our kids from everything. Mm-hmm. And there are things we shield our kids from, but like, w- as far as observing the world, you know what I'm saying? Nah, and yeah. what that should do in our actions and how we should respond. We mm-hmm. should definitely teach our kids that, but we just want them to go watch SpongeBob. You how know old is your, like, exactly. How old is your oldest? 11. 11. See, yeah, okay. mine's is 12. And yeah. I have all those conversations with about, it, especially about like certain family members. Mm-hmm. Um, the homosexual stuff that's going on that yeah. they that might right. sit sitting watching something on TV, a commercial or something come on. They're like, what is why are two people or why is that woman sound like a man? Yeah, it's all it's all bro, yeah. yeah. So I'm straight out the gut with it. Like I, mm-hmm. anything, I just you gotta be totally open with them because right. if you don't teach them, somebody else is gonna teach them. They're not gonna tell them what you need to tell <laughs> nope. them. Nope. You need yeah, they to tell them. They're gonna flip, they gonna flip it on we them. Just yeah. watch it. Just another another thing we talking about the TV, man. We was just watching. Uh, I don't know if y'all uh cause watch uh li- Watch Busy Beavers. Yeah. Busy Beavers on YouTube. So mm-hmm. Busy Beavers is like child learning. Uh, you know, they got a little songs for the numbers and letters. So we turn Busy Beavers, uh, Beavers on and the Critters trailer come on. You seen it? Y'all know the Critters? Yeah. And my son's just looking at it. He only like, my son Barely is, he, he's 11 months. <laughs> yeah. And when I looked at, I looked at him and it almost seemed like he was looking at the, uh, <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah, like, <laughs> looking yo, at what you, like, what's going on? Beavers, Man, you, ain't busy beavers, beavers, you know what I'm saying? Nah, they, they picked, they picked that stuff crazy, up. it's crazy though. It's crazy how like, why YouTube is this huge organization? Why are y'all playing Critters ads for little youth? They know what they're doing. They know exactly. They know, what they're they're doing. Yeah, they, they know, know how to filter that stuff. Right. So as soon as as soon as we see that, my wife was like, "You know what? I think it's just time just to invest. If we're gonna keep using YouTube, invest in the not not add one, the commercial one. There's right. and they yeah, make that, you pay and for that YouTube kids. Like, so yeah. you can use YouTube kids, but there's it restricts what the content is. There's okay. a YouTube yeah. kids, and it's an app. They, it's not online, but it's an app on mobile devices. Okay. And if right. they removed all ads, they curate content because right. they got hit for that. So, so like Comcast, Google got hit Comcast for that. Can, uh, Comcast can't. Nah, it's that? not on. It's not. It's yeah. just a regular it's YouTube. Yeah. So it's Comcast the same thing. We gotta watch. They gotta that get the ball exactly. rolling on that. I'm about to start. I'm about to. I'm about to go and threaten them. Say y'all about to cut this uh, subscription off, man. If y'all have y'all seen on your Instagram feed, get y'all like stuff lately, together. It's a new Christian, um, like um, Netflix for kids, or is, yeah, it's Christian Netflix for kids. It's called Jelly Telly TV. It's all about Bible stories and stuff like that. Yeah, it's popped up on my feed. Lately, yeah, I so. haven't seen that. They got a right now media. Like right now media has okay. a bunch of kids videos and shows. Like all of the Veggie Tales joints right. is in there. Yeah, okay. it's on, and so um, on there too. So we we got too? we got um yes yeah, a subscription joint. I know okay. we got one through Lifehouse. Got one so you can get registered through the church. But okay. it's a whole it's a whole thing out there. But yeah, man, you gotta you gotta watch the stuff that they they feeding the kids, man. I told my right. wife, I said, all right. So has anybody else noticed that almost like every cartoon that exists is teaching children not to depend on their parents, or is it just yeah. me? Yeah, 
That's no, no. Oh yeah, been flex. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I don't because every time I watch a show and I'll be like Paw Patrol, right? right. I said right. first of all, who is Ryder's dad? Jeff Bezos, because this dude got bread. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, like, right. like this right. dude that this guy he got Lex Luger money. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but and I'm like, but it's crazy because like children, like all of the cartoons, and I and the same thing. Like my son watches it, my daughters watch it, mm-hmm. but I sit there with them. Yeah, yeah. No, and I'm no. like, if you were in this situation, what would you do? And they'd be like, I call my dad. Like mm-hmm. I'm not calling the Paw Patrol. Like right, right. first of all, why everybody got Paw Patrol on speed dial? Like, you know what I'm saying? Adults, everything. But yeah. it's really conditioning kids to one. First of all, almost like every Nickelodeon show with actual people makes the parents look like buffoons. Uh, exactly. So like all the parents look like idiots. The dads right. are the most docile, uh, feminine, flaccid people you can possibly you imagine. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, man. and it's crazy because you're sitting here watching it and I'm like, man, like you're just teaching these kids like the only people they can depend on is each other. Right. Right, and then you, then we got traffickers using what kids, right? Because it's like, yeah, like you need help. Oh, ask this teenager over here; he'll get you right. Because like, don't go to adults. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we put that fear out there, right? That Mm -hmm. like, oh, adults is trying to kidnap you. Mm -hmm. Don't trust adults that you don't know. So it's like this weird balance. So like, the cartoons went to the extreme, and then you, you same thing. You wind up in that. In that area where you got youth taking advantage of you. Yeah, and that, yeah. that creates a spirit of rebellion. So you got mm-hmm. the young and dumb and the blind leading each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, yeah. The, the, always the cool, the cool adult is the one that's undermining a parent that's trying to instill some discipline in yeah. their kids or something. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. Keep the lookout, man, because it's, it's definitely real. Definitely got to monitor what the kids is watching yeah, on TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, filter everything. That's um, why the family. Like the foundation of the family is so important, right? You know, because when you have like so eighty percent divorce rate, you have that. Then you have one parent trying to be Christian, another parent not, and, yeah. and that's and of course the kids is always going to go with the the parent does not, right? And right. that's what you see now. All right, yeah. So when, since you mentioned one parent trying to be Christian and the other not, so you know that's pretty much them almost unequally yoked. I don't maybe they didn't start off in the marriage unequally yoked, right? Right. But right. now I want to bring this up because I just recently seen this clip of Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> And they were they were they were at, at odds with each other, right? Mm-hmm. So Uh-oh. I sent I sent the joint yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Uh-oh. he says something to her in regards to the nakedness or you know immodesty that she has on. I guess she did a photo shoot or she's you know putting on Instagram now. I guess since his conversion. Um. So hold on, hold on. <laughs> it was beef. It was beef. Yeah, he pretty he he pretty much walked out the room because she was like, "You got with me like this, Uh-oh. um, and this is what attracted you to me." Now, since you having your little, you're on your little conversion or mission like that. <laughs> now, 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 don't don't try to get funny with me or right. try to provoke and you know, try to tell me what to do. Now, this is how you got me. What y'all? Well, so. But did she just have, get baptized though? Ground, at the Colin Armenian Jay. Catholic Church though. I thought I, she, I, I, I thought she was Christian. I thought she was Christian too, bro. She got dipped. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> um. So I, I was talking to him about that. I was like, so, so what, what, what is your perspective on that now? As we look at, because you know we're constantly observing this. Um. Sometimes more than we should, because I think. Right. It, I don't want this to become. For some people, it's becoming like worship now. Do we? We. It's always good to see somebody get saved. Point blank period. Let's put that on the table for sure. But so and but we don't want to tear him down at the same time. But the thing is, some, I think sometimes people are just paying way too much attention to this. Let this man grow. Let this man progress. If it happens, it happens. If right. it doesn't, it doesn't. Doesn't. But what I see now, I just a lot of people we've seen come into the game and that usually convert. Mm-hmm. They turn back or they don't be speak. They don't speak with this type of. I don't. I'm not gonna say wisdom, but with this type of conviction about their conversion um, and the things that are going on in the industry. We can be very short on this. As we've been watching this 
gradually for like the last month or five weeks or whatever, are you becoming more? Con- just be short about it. Are you becoming more convinced? Nah, You're not, not. Not at all. Okay. So when you become a Christian, right? There's levels to this. What happens is in society, we want to keep people at the same level, right? In Christianity, as they was in the world, and that's wrong. You become a babe. So Kanye has to step all the way down. Mm-hmm. There's no way that he should be getting the same level of treatment that right. he's getting just for being saved. He looked down as a pastor. Right. right. He, they looking he at did. like, so. like that, that, that's, that's, um, he hasn't done any, like you still, you have to denounce everything. Once you become a Christian, like this ain't, this ain't no kumbaya. Right. I'm now saved and my whole family's rocking with me. You know what I mean? Right. That that's what they're trying to project. You, you see, like, well, we see his whole family not rocking with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the thing is, once you get everybody knows, once you get signed and all this, mm-hmm. there's no way that they're gonna you're gonna have this such a machine behind you allowing this to happen. Right. So now, only thing that's happening is we got Christians watching the right. Kardashians now. They well, got well, it's well, it's, well, it's, well, it's well, their well, it's their well, it's their it's well, benefiting them. Or still. they might be, they might think that he gonna you know fall flat on his face and and. And make the make the church look bad. You know what I'm saying? They might be like, all right, clapping for him, keep changing. But as soon as he make a mistake, it's gonna go like rival. Whatever that word Vi- is. Viral. Viral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My so. R's and my V's is all mixed up, man. Got, Don't worry about it. You was you was um sharing some information to me when we was talking about maybe some insight, you know, some people that was probably pastoring them or something like that. Yeah, so this so this is the thing, and but it's to, to Zeke's point, and uh, KB has a podcast called The Southside Rabbi, and he did right. one, and, and I love what he said, because he said, there is there is no, and he, because he gets asked by athletes and all this other stuff, because he's a popular right. Christian rapper, to kind of like do Bible studies, and he said, the first thing he tell him is like, it ain't no, ain't no, ain't no celebrity Christianity. Right. Right. Yeah, so the, the thing is, and so like, and I do know some people who, you know, what I mean, are, are connected to and associated with people who early on before all of this started blowing up, when he first started doing these services, he was doing light therapy in his house. Like if you if you look back at the early videos from like mm-hmm. January, he was like in a white room that he had built that? in his house. But if there's this artist, there's these things about it was really some like new age. Yeah, that must be kind of vibes. If you look before he went outside at Coachella, right. which was the first one he did outdoors um, at mm-hmm. the Coachella event. If you look at the early ones going, cause he'd been doing this since January. Okay. Right? Like he'd been doing these services in his house since January. But when he first started, if you matter of fact, he did an interview with Letterman. David Letterman on Netflix. Okay. So if you watch it, he tells you what it is. He was like, there's this artist who has this whole thing about light therapy and how the light kind of helps balance. And that's a light therapy is a real thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so that's why he said he started doing it. And music is kind of his thing, right? So he was like using a combination of music. He got gospel roots. His dad was a Christian counselor, but it wasn't Christian when he started doing it. It was really just like music therapy combined with light. Right. But there were people who started like Chance the Rapper who kind of got him into it. Like back then, from what I hear, is people were like, look, man, like this, this light ain't going to help you. Like right. you need Jesus. You, you need know the, what I'm saying? The, the so light. like, and the then, then people actually started coming to the services and you saw the music on YouTube, right. but there were people there trying to speak like pastors and people trying to speak into his life. Fast forward. Now he does the Coachella joint on Easter. He's doing stuff outside. Um, and I, I do think he's genuinely going through the process. I've seen a lot of people that were secular right. rappers, mm-hmm. right, that got saved, and then their music all of a sudden is 200% Jesus. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they're trying. And I think a little bit to your point, I think the problem is 
whether I think Kanye's heart is genuine. That's my personal opinion. I right. think because it, what he stands to lose by standing up here saying this, like this dude hit a key in Korea and a million people went crazy. Like people worship him now. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So like they, they Jesus. No, nope, a lot of people didn't get mad about that. He was acting right. like yeah, he was yeah, Jesus, yeah, which is right. 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 You know what I'm hey. saying? Now let me ask everybody. All them pictures and everything. Let me ask yeah. everybody a question, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the way you just said blasphemous, like it wasn't nothing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. So let me take you down to um, Kanye besides him. So he was on the cover magazine, right? Yeah. Rocking the thorns. Blas- blasphemous. Right. Church of the That's Wild. Early, early in the career. What are you talking but about? It's still it's a, blasphemy. No, no, no. I yeah, yeah, I, I got saying. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but um, so I didn't know if he did it again or but nah, you talking nah, about nah, but, nah, not but, recently. right? Yeah, but he did. It's track right. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, right. he did. Yeah. So Church in the Wild, right? Mm-hmm. Jay Z's verse. They blasphemy not only Jesus, they blasphemy the Holy Spirit. That's right. Uh-huh. The whole Trinity, right? bro. The whole Trinity, and that. Yeah. And he also had a song, "I Am God." Mm-hmm. Countless yep. interviews where he said he was God. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So you know Matthew twelve thirty one says that's an unpardonable sin. Yeah. Right. So again, my question is, why as Christians, right? You already know the rest. Why as Christians are we so willing to bring Kanye in if this is the scripture? Right. Well, without, without repent, like you said last time we talked about this. Right. Without true repentance, like we haven't seen no apologies. We haven't. No. Uh, we haven't seen no 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 backtracking like yo no I led y'all down this path no denouncing none yeah. of that's that that's why that's why I, I, if, if, if it's an artist out there that I truly believe is is no malice oh no doubt it's oh, yeah, absolutely no doubt absolutely it's clear that I was leading y'all down the wrong path that's what we need to hear that's that's what, he that's, is really that's, clear and, and to, that's and what to I'm Z's saying point. so yes. and this is and this is what I think this and so my problem right now is less with Kanye more with the church. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I'm saying? Because of the fact that as Christians, you know what I mean? Like what you know, the, the past, whatever he's done, like he has to prove now to right, what day. he's trying to live. You know what I mean? To this day. You know what I right. mean? But <laughs> I think the problem is is like even when you look at those early services, he was not preaching. He was leading the choir. Mm-hmm. And everybody and when, just gave him this everybody, mic. But then everybody, everybody started the literally mic everybody yeah. started giving him the preacher mic. And I'm like, why are y'all doing that? Right. Like, no, like he there are if there are pastors there, right? He has evangelists at right. every event to speak, but people are like, no, 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 no. We don't want to hear from them. We want to hear from Kanye. He just and a light show Christians host. Doing he just that. a light show host. Yeah, man. like that was that was it's Christians doing that. And I'm like, nah, like you said, like he's a baby. Like, let him be a baby. Like that's his gift is music. Fine. Yeah. Let him do music. But stop putting a microphone in front of that man. Stop right. Like he's a pastor. Man. Stop putting him on a platform when you don't know his theology. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he isn't getting going through his discipleship. He hasn't been repentant. Right. Because first of all, ain't nobody telling him to repent. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody like, nah, here Kanye, like, come to my church and pack my church out with a couple of million people. You know what I'm saying? Get our choir a couple of million views. And I think the church is trying to prostitute his popularity. Indeed. Instead of actually trying to drive him to make it confirming his repentance, looking at fruit or whatever, and even talking to him about what you're talking about. Like, look, man, do you understand that, like, this is what you did and, like, all of that? And going back through his history, really discipling him on what he needs to repent from, because he's not going to know that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's the church's responsibility. But the church is just looking at it. They're like, oh. We got Kanye. We got Kanye. Jesus really so needed it's, him. It's good. I'm you tired of hearing that. Yeah. And, it's, and like, Jesus didn't need him. You know what I'm saying? God, <laughs> God never needed anybody. If God needed anybody, God would not be God. Right. He's, yeah. uh, he's, he's sufficient in himself. And that's the problem with this the celebrity worship, bro. It's just like, oh, we, we, like, look what God has done 
Throughout the test of time, who right. did he use? He used all the lowly to shame the wise. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely, we don't we we don't we don't need a Kanye. It's good. They just need to sit him in the back. Like yeah, that's what they're doing. They, they, I think just like you said, they're prostituting. It. So it's like okay, just like they said. I think you saw about Pastor Jamal Bryant. Yeah, about right. him passing that collection plate oh, yeah, around when several times. Ti yeah, got yeah, tight about that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I he redirected them. So recently, something just came out to say where he took those funds and redirected to some other type of charity or something. Right. Yeah, because somebody now he felt convicted. Somebody but done called came him to out. His church. Yeah, during that, that um, Sunday service with the Kanye. Kanye oh, yeah, yeah. And, he, yeah, and so it was a bunch of celebrities there. So right. he was saying Jamal Bryant tried to take advantage of it and was like, I know it's like, it was something. I know it's 10 people in here that could give $1,000. Well, and T.I. said, like, I yeah, felt yeah. like he was looking at me and he was like, yeah, I got $1,000, but I ain't giving it to you. Hey, like, yeah. Go ahead and get that money up, T.I. Yeah. You yeah. get that money. Because you're going to burn it in the club, too. You're probably going to burn it later later that night. You know what I'm saying? Hundred, hundred. Yeah. yeah, that's what a lot of churches, and that, that's what we see. A lot of churches. Bring them in just so they can, you know, they, they know people going to show up. Right. And they know they get a chance to pass that collection plate around, you know, because it's, it's, it's going to be very, it's going to be barely any standing room in that church. Church right. is going to be packed. So, um, yeah. So that's so, what I, because this is, I'm, I don't necessarily need to hear this for myself. Right. But for the listener, people listening, the people that's constantly paying attention to this. You know, right. I mean, right. each of us, we, we, we got our opinions on it. We know what it is. This is for everybody else that don't have that same thing or somebody else that need to be, um, have their, their right. belief validated. Right, yes, right. So, so let's uh, kind of re re backtrack on the argument. This is for you know because this is a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, with the you met me like this, you know, uh, you fell in love with me like this. This is that she said to him. Mm-hmm. So let's let's touch on that a little bit. Well. What does the Bible, you know, well, put it this way. He's going to have to stay with her because the Bible says you shouldn't leave. That's right. Leave the, the There's going to be some long suffering. There's going to be some long yeah. suffering going on, man. They, they were he equally want, yoked hey, back then. He wanted this life. <laughs> hey, he thought this life, he wanted this Christian life. You know what I'm saying? So. Exactly. Like, come, you know a track record. You know what right. you signed up for. Like, Bro. everybody watching the television know exactly who you was with. Everybody. Like, that's right. What's going on out here, man? Yeah. So, so don't, don't try to act like. We want we want you to see we want to see you walk this thing all the way. And out. the reality is like you either you either like when it comes to even people you know what I'm saying who got saved at different points in their relationship and they walk or whatever like you either you either grow together you grow to, you grow apart mm-hmm. right like that's what it is. But as the you know what I'm saying as the believer like you can't go nowhere. It right. don't matter. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she got to leave you. Like, that's who you, like she said, that's who you married or whatever. So, unless you can, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I pray that he would be able to lead his household in a way to where his faith seems genuine to her. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, she starts to get some conviction as well because that's a personal conviction. That's personal conviction. You know what I mean? Like, that's an internal indeed, thing. Like, indeed, it's, indeed. It, it's been ratchet. Understand. So, like, if you ain't think it was right. ratchet before, it ain't changing today. Also, if you're a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Marriage is for the Christians. We keep forgetting that. That's right. Both of them, he was, he she was the whole of the, 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 uh, yeah, industry. Is biblical, right. yeah. He was a clown in the industry. So mm-hmm. that don't count. You know what I mean? Seriously. <laughs> it don't count, man. Yeah. They got to get like, remarried. Like, it, <laughs> like, I don't know what, what premise their relationship was. You, you know, two centers lying before God, the, you know. Right, right. Like, right. come on, that's man. That's a great no topic. Sense, I, then I, then that, I guess that's, that's that case, a, a lot of people shouldn't topic. be married, right? Yo, that's, that's, a whole, that's a whole, yo, that's, 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 a, that's a whole can of worms, <laughs> bro. Let's keep it 100. Let's keep it 100. Yeah, we going to touch on that, but. But it's crazy, man. And just to speak on it real quick, like, even as a pastor, that's a weird thing for me. Like, when people want. 
like marriage counseling because I've had this conversation with my wife and my brother. Let's I'm go, like, bro. y'all wasn't involving God when y'all got married. So right. all of a sudden, so it's now. like, <laughs> yo, I'm a pastor too, and I, I don't do that. that yeah. blood is not going to be on my hands, man. Yeah. Seriously, right? And that's why I'm always like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Man. Like, yeah, like hey, that's deep. if he wouldn't, if he wouldn't, I ain't never think about. I got to reevaluate that. Accountability, man. You want to set the house on fire, and then when you realize you can't put it out, you want to come grab me. Like, come on, man. Right, right, right. Good point. So, uh, so. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. <laughs> but so, it's like y'all need to go get a rededication to something. Right. If y'all save now, y'all got to go set the right the, the right standards because you got you know what I mean you 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 made a covenant in sin that ain't had nothing to do with God. So, so right, right, right. So all right, I guess worldly standards on um, marriage. You know, uh, y'all got to y'all gonna continue the marriage. Definitely got to pray for uh, Kanye. Pray for. Kim, and I don't understand that a lot of things that there are go- they are going to go through is demonic. It's a lot of demonic things that's going on that has been going on in their lives. Being in the music industry, being in the entertainment around industry. that mm-hmm. area that they are, that you know they're going to have to correct. And I just watched a, a clip from um, R.C. Sproul's. He was touching on. Um, Demonic. Oh, I wish I had the uh, the title to, to the demonic clip. influences. Something? But he's talking about demonic influences, man, and um, it's definitely real. And I hope that if you a Christian, that you know how real demonic influences are, and you know it's, it's certain things that people got strongholds on them that you know they gotta let they gonna have to let go. And I hope that Kim can fall in her place as a wife, and I hope that Kanye can uh, lead her. You know, I pray that Kanye can lead her uh, in a loving manner. But, you know, this 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 marriage thing is definitely way more deeper than, like, some Instagram posts and, uh, you know, uh, life goal photos, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. It's going to be different. It's going to be a little different, man. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be hard for them in, that, in, in this industry because this is the way they've been able to, uh, been able to feed themselves, right. feed their children, hand over fist, all right? Right. And it's just going to be hard. I mean... It's gonna be hard to die, die, die to that type of stuff. I mean, just I mean, and, and, and people can't give that up, man. That's just that's the pride <clears throat> of life, man. That's the, you know, that's lust, right. um, lovers of yourselves, all these different things. These people are put on the pedestal. It doesn't make any sense how many Instagram followers or Twitter followers <laughs> these people mm-hmm. have for having, I mean, specifically the, her and that family, right, for doing nothing. Right, without having a specific talent. Yeah, I mean, and be real. She got famous off a of sex tape, like one hundred percent, without a doubt. We, right. we know that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is crazy. Like you started a reality TV show off the jump it's, off from a, a sex it's tape. It's a lot like, of people that, that got sex tapes. Why did they not pop? <laughs> right. I mean, because put it this way: the devil knows but she who started he can the use fad who's over the sex exactly. tape. Yeah, yeah. like that started a fad. Wanted to do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like, everybody, everybody started, started releasing and, and, and it. And everybody like, started making their own joints. It was the beginning. It was the beginning of no shame. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know. Her mama leaked it, you know. Right. Of course, the yeah. mom definitely leaked it. it but that's you know, that's and my public mom, information. Yeah. Who gave it to her? Now nah, we 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 all we all know what that is, man. We ain't, we who don't have to keep it, touching that to one. We always got to look at the damage that people have done. You know what I mean? Like right. like I said before, now nah, you're definitely right. Yep. You know what I mean? You, you you hustling on the street or whatever. Of course, you got to make money for your family or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you go open up a school or a little, <laughs> little daycare, put your money into right. let's not forget how many people you're in poison. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the same. It's no different with yep. Kim Kardashian. And be how real about that. How many people has she misled? How many daughters 
grew up getting butt injections, dying right. on the table, all this because they was looking at what she did. Trying to be what she did. You know what I mean? A lot of people was misled. A lot of families was broken, you know, dismantled. So, you know, like everybody says, Kanye in their house, they got that all white room, but they right. also got an all black room, mm. which was also on the episode. You right. know what I mean? Which he said currently, he got all the stones and stuff that was from, they yeah. named the name that Boy, it was Zen. Stuff. Yeah, it was Zen and all this other stuff. Like, all, all types of yeah uh, so you, yeah. yeah you gotta you gotta realize it's a lot of idols and stuff in there right. like it's, it's deeper than what we see we as christians want so bad to convert someone yeah. right but we don't we don't have the the know-how of how to get somebody uh, uh get them in a real relationship with christ right. yeah and that's the most important thing like mm -hmm. the same situation the we talked shit, about um, the, the, exactly the, the murder the murder thing we were saying same yeah. same thing yeah, same. Oh, same. About, uh, the the it? brother, yeah, yeah, right. the brother that or oh, the forgiveness, yeah. like justice mm -hmm. is justice too, right? Yeah, Don't we can't we that. can't keep yeah. forgiving people out of out of justice and accountability, right? One hundred one hundred percent. Yeah, the onus is really not on Kim right now; it's on Kanye. Let's let's we're gonna just sit here, observe. <laughs> um, we're gonna pray for him, like we want anybody that's a believer. But just like you said, there's one thing that's important we need to see. Okay, you denounced the industry. You've seen this. We've seen that. All right. right, let's see you. Let's see you backtrack with every with all you have. Put it this way: he started a pretty much a, a revolution where people were um, th thought the spooky stuff is now cool in the hip hop industry. Right. Because before that, we wasn't seeing all the symbolism. You know, Lucifer. That's the first time we really right. heard the song "Lucifer, Son in the Morning." Right. Da, da, da. Absolutely. And um, you know, all all the weird stuff that he's been doing, and up he he was one of the first people to start wearing upside down crosses and everything. He had the song "Power." Remember, was it? Oh yeah, I know he, it was, he you was opening about. up the gates of hell on the right. video. Yeah, it's he a lot. Wouldn't it's even a, he had the Masonic. It was the whole Masonic thing, and he was right. literally at the gates of hell. Like right. that was yeah, wild. Uh, we we need like, to see that was wild. It was we some wild see stuff. <laughs> like, he. Yeah. He has a I don't whole... want to be too hard on Kanye. We don't want to break his spirit. No, we don't want to break his spirit. We're going to get off of this. But, but like, I mean, everybody's saying it's the maturity, right? Yeah. Like, you got to, you know, and like my man Zeke said, like, you got to, you yeah. got to, we got to bring people accountability to that because the same, That's like, right. People are still following you. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta you gotta deal with the correction now. You course correcting. He started a you gotta whole go way. back and tell everybody else with that direction. You know what I mean? I like I told y'all to go right. But like understand, like this stuff wasn't a game that was really demonic. This wasn't symbolism. You know what I mean? Like I because I remember just like he had did one live show and like he it was like he was in like it looked like he was in a trance yeah, or something. Yeah. And he was just like, I sold my soul to the devil. He said like it, yeah. He said it. Like yeah, in the and right. it was almost like he snapped out of it and was like, Oh crap, yeah, like what did I just say? And it was said, like I sold my soul to the devil. For a crappy deal. Deal. I hope you yeah. Yeah. came with a few toys like I wanna know how he got it. I wanna know how he got it. I wanna all every single person in the industry. I wanna know how he got it back man yeah I mean, no like, that's a great question i want to know how you got it back that's man. a great you know question yeah that's a great question and you that's sell a, your soul can you get it back what's the return policy when you sign right. a covenant to wear a kilt uh uh when you sign a, a covenant to wear spandex and right. all that weird stuff to, to twist the whole generation you right. know what i'm saying when you when you get with jay-z and y'all known as hova right. and jesus you know what i'm saying Crazy. like like all this black, when you when you get when you sign that deal to right. mislead the generation and take them and drag them into the hellfire, right, right, right. how do you get that back? Reverse. That's right. a great that, question. That's that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fire. Yeah. That's, that's, it, that's real. So, because we we can look at it deep. now. Look at this whole generation. It might, it's, it's a lot of people in this generation that has been influenced by that. Mm -hmm. I mean, he can do anything. He'll drop a sneaker. World go crazy. Right. Just because it's him. It's yeah. just It's just crazy. All the influence yeah. he has. Crazy. Right. I'll, 
We we can move on. I don't want to. I don't want to linger on this one anymore. Yo. We got. Yeah, we got it's, we're not it's that important. We gonna come back to. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gonna keep, be another topic. We gonna keep week, the uh, people uh, abreast. It's, it's, it's something else is gonna keep the people abreast on this topic. You know. Yeah. This is. Yeah, we got we got to add our opinion because there's a lot of people that's looking at this, man. Hundred percent, right. man. Yeah, and there's a lot, and, and there's enough people listening to us. Right, right. Um, and they and they want to know because I get questions about yo, L, how you feel mm-hmm. about this or you right. know, so go ahead, um, bro. You you got um before yeah. we go on to the next thing. I you know already you know got I got questions. Yeah, yeah. My man, my man, because he the pastor I, at church. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not not like, at church at, at his job. Yeah, so, so I, we can get them I questions, always man. Get a bunch of questions. So yeah. here's a question for everybody, right? You a Christian, right? You know, let's say you're a Christian, you go out there and you you have an affair. Mm-hmm. Should you bring this to your wife? Tell her? Yeah. Should you tell her? Should you not? Or if you're the woman, should you tell your husband or not? That's the question. I, I think you should. I, I, I don't. 100%. Yo, I, I, just, I, I love the way Zeke poses questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got on the shirt right now that says <laughs> I'm a Christian. It so Zeke like, good. so you're Yo, a Christian, think, right? Like, that's a, that's, a new, that's a new hashtag. 100%. I think you should. 100%. Now, you gotta be honest, you, man. You gotta, you gotta also, uh, you gotta, um, that's a great question. And the word conversations like me. So, so fellas, take all the weapons out the crib. You know, what I mean? if this is where you at, take all the weapons out the crib, man. And you know, do all right. I got all I can say is, is. All jokes aside, because I like to joke a lot. Y'all got uh, hassle no, this. No, got, no, no, no. But all jokes aside, do it in the right environment. You know what I'm saying, but I 100 percent think that if you step out of out of your marriage, that the person should know. And I think for um for a lot of reasons, because if I feel like if you were a true Christian, the guilt inside of you yeah, should be man. eating you up. You know what I'm saying, and it should be something in there that you just don't, you just can't give your all to the marriage knowing that something else was going on that wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's uh. That's also. We mean you talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also. I think that, I know that, if, you know that's that's that def, that definitely opens up the door for a divorce. Mm-hmm. But the Bible also says that if that person wants to stay with you, then you know, it pleases God for you to stay with that person. So, you know, I think that as men. And let's say as let's just talk. Let's take responsibility for our generation as men. As men, I feel like we don't let down our females so badly that they are a lot of our females that we have haven't had great father figures in their house. Mm-hmm. We allowed, you know, cats like Kanye and them to see, you know, we follow behind dudes like that, glorifying girls with the bodies and this and that and you know so we have done a lot in general to lower the self-esteem of our woman and i'm talking about that's our christian period but specifically the black culture mm-hmm. the Absolutely. Black yeah definitely we have lowered you know a lot of different things so i think that a lot of things that is going on in our culture especially like when it comes to you know uh, adultery and stuff like that is because as men we almost allowed it to seep into our culture. We almost became acceptable that we can sleep with multiple females and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It is acceptable. So why wouldn't, like we said, why wouldn't we get some rebellious activities from our females from that? 
I mean, it's totally warranted. So I mean, bro, you. Stuck, I think you, I think we gotta forgive. I think we gotta forgive. We gotta forgive. And she got to forgive. I know Zeke look like, I can't I, wait bro, to hear. I, I can't hear. I can't wait to hear what he got to say about it. Tag me in. I don't, I don't know. I, I, told, I totally think you should. You got you to be honest. I mean, right. that's that's what you said. And when they made that commitment in front of God, you said for rich or poor, right. better or worse. So my man always said, you take the ugliest of that person right. and you take the most greatest things about that person. Um, and the Bible only gives us, I think it's only about three grounds for divorce. Mm-hmm. All right, we talk about um, adultery, mm-hmm. abandonment, and somebody dies. And I think with adultery, it has to be a continued lifestyle. Like, right. I don't think it's you messed up one time and you out the door. Right now, if this person does not want to change or after you after they ask for forgiveness or something, um, and they want to continue on in this lifestyle, then go ahead. I mean, they totally right, they totally right. disrespecting the marriage covenant at Definitely. this point. I mean, that's I think that's when I when it means about adultery. When I, I got to go to that verse. But it's, I think it's it's continue lifestyle. It's not mm-hmm. one time oh I messed up. Right. It talks right, about right. how many times you're supposed to forgive or, your brother. Is is you you talking specifically about one incident of adultery or are you talking about finding out one time? Because there's a difference. There's a difference <laughs> if you know <laughs> if she did, if she's been doing this for years and then you find out one time. Why you gotta do this again? Why you gotta like, bring this up again? <laughs> the situation is like the person they ain't get caught. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you were saying. Yeah, but they, they came caught. and they asked the question. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so all right. So it's so it's so a couple of things on it. One, you know what I'm saying? And it and it goes back to your earlier question, right? When we talk about like what was the marriage? You know what I mean? Because what is your covenant or what is your agreement mm-hmm. with one another? And then based on that obligation, if you violated that, you know what I mean? I think you have an obligation to to discuss that violation. You know what I mean? But. Right. I don't know what your marriage covenant was based off of. You could just been hobo sapien. Y'all was living together and ain't nobody know Jesus. Or y'all was unequal. Right. You know what I mean? Or, or, you know what I mean? Or whatever. So yeah. it's the, the covenant aspect of it. But in, so in a general, gotta, from, a, gotta to say from that, a mindset I, perspective, I though, I think that the issue is um, when it when it comes to repentance, I think like adultery doesn't just happen. So I think that's one of the reasons you have people that no, are repeat no, offenders, right? Happen, like yeah. people, people apologize for and say they're sorry for the act of committing adultery. But the problem is, is when you don't disclose, I think Start it's the here. heart behind it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Definitely. it's the lust that you're still dealing with. It's the right. pornography that you're still looking at. It's all the stuff behind it. And I don't think you can really become, I don't think you can really be repentant for the action of adultery unless you actually deal with all the sins that led all to it. All the stuff behind it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So in that, I don't think you, you know what I mean? Like if you go back to the to the origins and be like, look, baby, like this is what I've been doing when you ain't home so you and was, this you is what it was. Before. And I, you, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you were hiding something before. Okay with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's too like, many people is okay it is, and a lot of people okay with that in their marriage. Like you got wives mm-hmm. who know that yep. their husbands got that stash under mm-hmm. the bed or whatever, and then you surprise when he commits adultery. Like no, right. like you got to repent for the sins and the behavior and the mentality that actually led you out of your marriage, allow you to fall to temptation. So I don't think there's a way. I don't like if if you have a conscience as a Christian, I don't see how you can't. But it's not just that, right? I think that's the problem. That's what we apologize for. Mm-hmm. We apologize for, oh, baby, I was at the club, you know what I'm saying? And this girl was just on me. Negro, why was you in the club? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, why were you drunk? Like, why are you attracted to women that are falling down drunk and that's stumbling real. around that's when they real. don't, you know what I mean? When they're nothing like your wife. Like, I think it's the, the pattern of sin and the behavior before it that you have to address. 
And I, you know what I mean? And I think that's actually more important than uh, than actually addressing the indiscretion. Right. Because you can address that one indiscretion, but if the behavior behind it is still there, you're just going to keep doing right. it you're still over and over again. And if she accepts you back, if she if you if you exclo- if you disclose the indiscretion and she was like, "Okay, I'm going to forgive you." And you ain't addressed none of the behavior the behind crap. it, you're just right. like, "Oh, she's just going to forgive me." Exactly. 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 Again. You just going to keep doing you, it. It's just like um Saying the right thing, or cup, when people become Christians, or think they become Christians, false conversions. You know, they just say the right things, or just cover up, put the thing up on the front, put the uh, facade up on the front, but not really dealing with what's going on in the heart. Um, and a lot of times, people don't people don't realize that sexual immorality really has no boundaries. It mm-hmm. doesn't stop, so it's going to cross over it into does. every area of vileness you can think of. Right, and that's what people don't understand. Like if you if you're looking at pornography, you having sexual thoughts about another woman. What's even better to make it real? You know say what I'm saying? Say again, what you're saying? What, what are you going to do? It's, it's even better to make it real. So it's right. not it's not going to stop there. Right, right, right. You're or, talking about feeding, feeding that feeling. Feeding exa- that, uh, exa- and you're staring exa- at a dude. Exa- I'm just saying, right. pause. Like, you know what I mean? No, bro. Just, the people don't understand. When people is really <laughs> involved in sexual mm-hmm. immorality, like I said, it has no boundaries. At one point, at some point, you having too much sex with women, mm, this ain't satisfying me more. What's next? What's next? Okay, two women. Yeah, because you ain't a gonna guy. Feel, yeah, you ain't gonna feel it that. Does, uh, it does. It has no boundaries, no feel, restraints on it. Yeah, it's some, yeah. it's a void there that's not yeah, being filled, old, yeah. and that's what people need to get down to what the root of it is, and they need to cut all that stuff off cold turkey, and they need to and repent. And I like that's the fact that you said cold turkey. At, at, at some and point, he, some point, yo, I used to think that some things was a process. Oh, I'm growing. Nah, nah. Yo, cut it, cut it off. I mean, that's what the Bible said. Cut Boom. it off. Cut right, it off. Cut you the stick it. right at the head. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, um, cut that out. All that. Uh, yo, I'm growing. I'm trying to get better. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, nah. nah. That's what repentance or, is, bro. Or, or, or if you grow and trying to get better, don't claim that Christian name just yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you could say, uh, I'm in. I, I want to be a Christian. Say that, you know, say something, but don't say I'm a Christian. Then now you in a strip club saying, yo, I'm, I got to do better. I got, yeah, I got to do better. better. You know, you don't got a problem. Still got be around left. some brothers or sisters is going to hold you accountable. Right. They and, see, and, and let, also, me check, you know, let me check, your, let me check your phone. Right. Let me look under your bed. Where you keeping the stash at today? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean even it was the scripture, right? It's confess mm-hmm. your sins to one another. You know what I'm saying? So that right. like, so that, that you can be held accountable. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. that's yeah. what it is. But that's don't true. nobody do that. And then the, and the crazy or, thing, or, and, or, and or, to uh, Adam's point, right? Sometimes you do. And people are like, nah, man, that ain't, it's that the ain't people you Like, you ain't got no good Christians around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't confess to the boys. You know it. That's, I find it. No, 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 no. Confess to people like we said, like uh, uh, like-minded individuals, like-minded not individuals. not not the homies, not not right. not your secular homies. <laughs> you know the ones that's exactly. Going, yeah. You're the ones that's you gonna be cool with it. Friend. You told that's your boy, you, you told your man at work, yeah. yeah. that for it. Yeah, you ain't yeah. tell yeah. your regular yeah. church friends. Yeah. You told Pastor Zeke but at the it, job, it's, it's like good, mm. though, because obviously he right. sets yeah. a yeah. Pre- true, true. He has a statue in the job place that people know to. To come to him yeah, with yeah. the stuff because yeah, right. he, he's, reason, he's a yeah. Christian on a job. And it ain't no, it ain't no, it ain't no separation when he go to work or anywhere else. I'm, I'm a Christian right. everywhere, everywhere I, go. I go, man. Exactly, Yo, ten and, toes and, down. And that's yeah. that's worth. I'm the same way it works. Same way it works. Yeah. Yeah. People be looking you know at me saying? like, Let, we need to put a what is it a partition down when they start talking about certain things. I'm like, hold on, um, but let me tell you about what the, yeah. the yeah. biblical perspective on right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, people, y'all got it twisted. But nah, that's that's just how it's to be. But um, let's get back to you. Let's. You got something else to say? No, no, no. I think I think we got we got to be honest, man. Um and. We gotta ask for forgiveness. We gotta go to God. Ask I want to know. What, I want to know what Zeke yeah, said. Yeah, at the job. yeah that's what I'm saying. I'm waiting for you, bro. So, I, you already know. Like, I'm What'd big on like 
reality. You know what right. I'm saying? Like oh, a lot of stuff sounds good. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Until it's oh, it's hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is um, I try not to give answers. I right. try to make people think. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's your decision. Right. So we already know how we had family, right? right. Just in certain situations, take stuff out of proportion, mm-hmm. right? And how many relationships was destroyed because of that, mm-hmm. right? So now we got this in, in the play. Right. Your spouse at the end of the day does not have a hell or heaven to put you in. They don't. The only person that you really got to get forgiveness from to move on is is Christ. Right. And you got to really truly repent. You know what I'm saying? So right. the question is, is going for knowing that, knowing that a person that you're going to shatter somebody's heart, that right. you're going, you're going to, you're going to annihilate the trust. Right. Period. Yeah, yeah, trust yeah. is gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, for for a moment, for a moment, yeah. For it, 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 it won't. But then it can be built up again. But then you have, I know a lot of good brothers, right, mm-hmm. who made one mistake and all that other stuff that they did out the window, gone. Oh yeah, you go. You yeah. go and now they only know. Uh, they only up. know for that one mistake. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So so the risk. You know what I mean? The choice is yours. It's up to you. Of course you know they can't mean? put you in the heaven and hell. Oh, they can make your life hell on earth though, bro. <laughs> no yeah, women, yeah, no women. No. They're gonna put you in hell. Oh, gonna, women know how to women know how to do that. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna put you or, in hell. Or, or yeah, a man can be, do that. Be prepared yeah. for so, that. What you gonna go through, so. Right. So the choice is yours, you know. I mean, so what happens if you choose not to tell okay, you repent to God, I'ma cut everything off God, but I decide not to tell my wife. What y'all input on that? Um, I mean, I, like I said, I, I think that um, I think you should tell. I think you should tell. Mm-hmm. I think you should tell for multiple reasons, especially if you made that mistake around people that y'all cool with too. You know what I'm saying? Oof. Yeah. Now, now you're making her look crazy. Now you, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's um. Now, if you accidentally look, shorty walking by, you accidentally see, see with that thing working. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right. right. Then you start visualizing it. You gonna go? Is you gonna go home and be like, and tell your wife that you just did that? Nah, but this is Bro. what I will tell her. This is what I will tell her. <laughs> this is what I will like, tell her. I mean, so listen, you can't did, be by it. You know, I, I, mean? I, I tell my wife, I'm like, did you see that? Like, you know what we I'm all saying? got out. I, I know. Like, I, that's I, all I, I'm I, saying. I, do, I, do, I, do, I am. Yeah. I am. Why she be out here like that? I, I, I told like, my wife, I'm like, why she be out here like that? She shouldn't be out here like that. That's the way we try to play it off, right? Now you know that's probably not even real. Now let me examine it a little bit more. that's a great point. That's a great question, though, Zeke. But like my answer to that I would say is that I, got, I I try to I try to make it clear me and my wife we had we went through like a um a period in our in our um in our marriage where it she got hard well, well not necessarily got hard but she wanted she felt that like my eyes should never even go to another female and I used to try to tell like listen all I can tell you is that if it ever did, I'm I'm not staring, I'm not mo- and I'm and I'm renewing, I'm renewing <laughs> that thought with some scripture. Yeah. And, you know like, what I'm saying? Like but I, I'm dead, like <laughs> up serious. I'm to I'm dead up serious about my walk. I'm not, you know, because I don't. If correct me if I'm wrong, it. I I don't know anything that says you would never be tempted. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, but it's the tent. It's the tent. So I, I just feel like that people gotta understand two people as human beings. And like I don't necessarily think that she just gonna walk past every dude and not be like, 
Mm, he look good. He's handsome. Or yeah, he's, yeah, he's exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of them type of things that. But now when you concentrating on it and you meditating on it, and it just wasn't like, oh, he's handsome, and now you thinking, oh, well, <laughs> getting in the bed with him, right? You you, you visualize on ourselves. Now that's what now we get. Now we get into the point. Are we going to tell our wives every time something like that happened? I just need to let her know that every sin you commit, you're going to tell your wife. I need to let her know that I'm human and those things happen. And that as a Christian, I'm actively casting down every sinful thought that ever comes into my mind. Pastor Roy, yeah. So like, so the, so the Zeke's question, right? So this is the, so I'm a, I'm an engineer, right? So I got a, I got a root cause kind of brain. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like if you're genuinely honest after you repent, I don't think you can go without at some point having to say, say something. Right. Because like you said, if you repent and you genuinely start to change and it may not even be at that time, like, right, you stop, you shut it down. You ain't talking to her no more. Right. But if you pass her in the street, if your wife start asking you why your behavior changed, if your wife start asking you, well, you know, why we got more money in the bank all of a sudden, you know, what I mean, with them inquisitive with them inquisitive minds that they have. That's my thing. Like at some point, the your if your because your patterns are changing. Right. So. Like, so that's where my mind immediately goes to, like, and if, whether you got to do it at that time, my thing is if, if, if you repent it, you ask for forgiveness for God, when you're, you know what I mean? When your wife says, hey, like, what's been going on? I see your pattern changing. I see this change. I see that change. Like, for if, Who? I mean, if your answer to your wife, if your answer to your wife was Who? like, you know, I repented on some things. <laughs> right, right. I repented on some things, but I'm just on, on a new path. So that's kind of where my mind went, right? Because of the fact, what I talked about, right? It's that, it's that methodology Bro, that led what... you to the adultery. There's going to be a lot of patterns that change that mm-hmm. she's going to see. And at some point, she's going to ask you that question. Like, all right, right like, right, what's right. going on? Like what's different? I mean, and you'll even see it. You have men who you have men who struggle with pornography, right? And do it in private. Uh-huh. And then, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then they start trying to they start trying to deal with that addiction or whatever. Right. Their sexual habits change. Mm-hmm. And like some of the stuff you used to ask your wife to do, you don't ask her to do it mm-hmm. no more. Cause right, you're starting to get right, convicted right, of the right. fact that it was being moderated by something whatever. external. Exactly. You and know it what I mean? Be, it might be so a trigger. Yeah, to, and then when your wife you know, finally asks me, like, what's going on? Like, you don't went, right. you know what I mean? You don't went from from triple X to 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 rated R. Right, you know what I right, mean? Like, right. what's going on? And you like, well, baby, uh <laughs> I ain't looking at them books. No. You ain't gonna tell me the books more. The thing is though, wasn't making her happy. You might have to keep that up. You might have to. If it that's was sin, though, would you? If it's if it, oh, if you gotta repent, if you gotta repent, see that's 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 that that's a whole nother day for a whole nother topic. Because we talk because <laughs> everybody <laughs> everybody uses the scripture that the marriage bed is undefiled, right? As if the marriage bed has the power to cleanse sins, and it does not, right? You know what I mean? So like, if you bring sinful behavior into your marriage that is unrepentant, right? So like I, 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 I asked somebody one day, if your wife grew up mm-hmm. and was sexually abused, right? And her sexual proclivities came from her abuse, and you continued it in your marriage. Is that healthy for your wife? Not so, at if all. your wife went through therapy, right, and got you know got counseling and understood that a lot of her desires and the, the aggression or whatever all came from her being abused, that right. was rooted in sexual immorality, mm-hmm. and now she wants to change it. Now, as the husband, you used to it, right? I like. Do you whips. keep telling? Do you keep telling? Exactly. Like, nah, I, I like. Whips, I like when you kick me a little bit. It's like, <laughs> no, like the, like, the, oh, the, no, we the marriage bed being undefiled is that that word undefiled Relax. is the same term that's used for Christ when you talk about that he's presented without spot, without blemish. From a cultural right. perspective, right. undefiled mean that the marriage bed was entered into by two virgins. Mm-hmm. That's right. what that scripture means. Right. So I hate when Christians right, ahead, use break, it. Break that scripture down out of context. It was, it was what. 
So the marriage bed being undefiled, if you look at Jewish tradition, like when you consummated a marriage, they actually confirmed that the bed sheet was white, like everybody nodding. And then after they verified that the hymen was broken. So it was a blood covenant on top of that. That Mm -hmm. was the marriage covenant. You know what I'm saying? So that's when they said the marriage bed was undefiled. It means that you went into the marriage bed and it was clean. And when you came out, it was it was spotted and it was red. Okay. You know what I mean? So the, the marriage bed being undefiled is talking about a sexual relationship being initiated into by right. virgins. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what that is. We bam, ain't bam. none of us getting Drop married virgins. And we saying the marriage bed yeah. is undefiled. You came in covered in doo-doo and so did she. Right. And then y'all just bring it all onto the right. bed sheets because the church does not preach and the church does not teach repentance from sexual immorality. Right. Which is what Linton talked about. Right. If your whole sex drive is driven by the porn you've been watching since she was 13 years old, how can you bring that into your Christian marriage? And that's fine. Mm. Like if your wife's proclivities are based on promiscuity and her trying to find love in all of the wrong places, and then you just bring that into marriage, man, how is that fine? But we accept it, mm-hmm. right? It's the only thing that we accept that's worldly. And we like, hey, baby, right, whatever you right. were doing before, it's working for me, so keep it going. Like, that's not that's not God. Like, if like everybody liked the quote, the quote Leviticus 18 to 22 when it comes to homosexuality, but I think Leviticus like 18, 19 also said, don't do the sexual practices of other nations, but you got Christians practicing Kama Sutra when that's, you know what I'm saying? That's Hindu worship. Right. So like, yeah, but we derive pleasure from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we try to make it seem like it's fine. Oh, I'm submitting to her. She submitting to me. Uh, Stop uh, using uh, uh, yeah. gross that, that's Christian, gross worldly context. No, I mean, Yo, so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, put one, them, put one of them Hindu goddess in your living room and call yeah, it a day then. Because you wouldn't do that. Because We wouldn't put a Hindu goddess in our living room, but we'll put Hindu practices in our bedroom. That's too much conviction going on. When we become one, we see Zeke. Zeke just the lead back was like, Yo, right he give me the Joe Budden nod right now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Too much conviction going on they right don't now. Relax. <laughs> relax. So, nah, nah, that's, that's that's real though because we when we when we uh I'm gonna give me a number. I'm a, so what? I go home. I'm like, baby, hold up. We ain't gonna do that. Today. We ain't gonna do that maneuver no more. Yeah, think that is because yeah, because I'm doing that maneuver. Somebody else. Hey, I'll give and you past the You know, the what, you know one thing. I, the one thing I told people <laughs> I, that I, like down. when I try to offer this advice as right. as unjudgmental as possible. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell your wife or your significant other where what you're doing came from, mm-hmm. then it's probably sexually immoral. Like if if your wife told you that what she was doing came from Craig in the twelfth grade. You know what I'm saying? If you told your wife what you was doing came from that video that you saw or that book that you read or that website joint that you did, you know what I mean? All of these external moderated experiences that we've had that were unrepentant, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you talked about that, because, yeah, the marriage, your marriage, your marriage bed should be between you and your wife. But we don't realize we bring in every other past relationship into our marriage. For sure. Because nobody tells us that we need to repent from that. Like, we got to get away from... The stuff that was pleasing in the world. Like, you were sinning when you were doing that. Right, How is that right. sin now fine because right. you got married? Yep. Right, right, like, right. that don't that don't make no sense. Yeah, that's what I tell you. That's what people, we, have, when we become intimate with everybody, mm-hmm. right. and we start sharing those, you know, it's come soul ties. Oh, yeah, and we start yeah, sharing right. all those different pleasures and different, just different passions and things that we like, and we wondering where we get those things right. from. Then we take it on and pass it to somebody else, and they bring everything else in. Right. Um, I'm just glad I met my wife at a very young age, so we right. we learned everything from each other. Right. <laughs> we, we just went in like, ah. right. right. That's, I mean, I met my wife when I was 16 too, and uh, I yeah. think I mean, but we broke up for four years. I, I, you know what I'm right. saying? I'm so it's like, right. yeah. Right, right, right. But, it's, but I mean, but and, but you know what's crazy? But, though, but that's one of the things. Like, and all right, because we gonna go 
go down this path. Like when you look, talk about Christianity, Christian women. How is it that almost every bridal party you go to, you got Christian women giving a a, a, a Christian wife lingerie for a gift? Because they like, lost, man. They right, lost. and, and mm-hmm. the, the funny thing is, is you know what I mean. But when you look at it, and it was crazy because somebody gave that to my wife as a gift. You know what I'm saying? And I and I looked at my wife, and I'm like, first of all, any man where a nude woman is not enough has right, a pornography right. addiction. Right. That's, I mean, that's real what, that's talk. What you did last, like, last time. Yeah. Talking about that. Like, real talk. So it's that, like, but yeah. the fact is, like, our culture is coming so off used anyway. to it. Yeah, to that. It's so used to it. It's like, minutes. We're, <laughs> we're prompting women, you know what I'm saying, to say, like, look, you just being naked for your husband isn't enough. So oh here's some yeah. here's some stilettos. I, I, here's I second, some whatever. I second and condone that notion. I said that on the last episode. Yeah, because let me tell you what you're saying. Because we talked about the last one. No, about two. We were together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about about people said, uh mm-hmm. you're not being able to please you because you're talking about you god that may sweats. not be endowed or whatever yeah. like that right right all right and we saying okay how do you please your wife then oh uh, i said and i mentioned like you better take your you, you ain't bringing nobody else in there you better take yourself to the sex store like, like sex store or something like that then we're talking about twerp, which i don't many of that but uh, right. then we got on to the point about um lingerie and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i was like i don't see anything with it i don't see anything wrong with it. okay you might but you know sometimes women like to do that that type of thing but i say well, it's gonna last three minutes because three minutes it's, <laughs> right. it's coming off and that's right. the thing but like, the, the, the crazy it. thing is yeah but the crazy thing is we have to be mindful of what that is actually representing that's right. representing to women that them in the form that god made them is not, not good enough so whether it's three minutes it. or 12 right. seconds and that's what the world tells them, right? The Kim right. Kardashians, the Victoria's Secret. So we letting Kim Kardashian into it our flows. bedroom yeah, exactly. because right. it makes our wife feel better. It doesn't make our wife feel better. Yeah. Our wife feels insufficient. Hey, so them. she's doing that to try to impress us because the world's told her right. that you got to be, you got to show a little bit. So like, nah, we married. Right. You can right. show me everything, everything. <laughs> right now. Like, you right know right what I'm saying? But it's crazy, but you really, but you, but you actually do have men that a nude woman does not arouse them That's because wild. they spend so much time looking at naked women. Of course. Right. First of all, and they're looking in at variety. naked women who are not their wives. Mm-hmm. Right. Most of them have these model perfect figures. So when you look at your new wife who like a 10, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, right. not a, not not a, not enough, a double zero. Yeah, you know what I mean? You like, baby, what you going to do? Like, you going to swing or something? Like, nah. do a car wheel? Because this ain't turning me on. Right. And like, that's a problem for us. Mm-hmm. So that's what I right. said. Like, Word up. Why, and, you know, and, and to Good be money. real, Ephesians 5, like, you know, the Bible says that, you know, women are called to submit to husbands. I said, the Bible only tells men, men husbands, that we're supposed to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. We got, right, so yeah, we, like we are supposed to sacrifice, we are and the reason the being is right. And even if you look at the biology, men's sex drive do not decline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like unless we sick or about to die, our sex right. drive is constant. Or you just totally you know what unhealthy. Mean? We are yeah, yeah. unhealthy. Like we ready at all times. Women right. are cyclical. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? If they're not on birth control, where that ruins women's chemistry and is pushing right. them into right. all of this yep. other stuff anyway. But that's another discussion. But right. it's cyclical. So during those times when they have no desire whatsoever, and then you got the seven days, they ain't even supposed to be touched. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like during those cycles, men have to sacrifice because our drive does not go down. Right. So like they ain't even interested. Right. And then they coming <laughs> back up. And then so me and my brother got this be like, meet him at the top. Right. <laughs> as soon as it's starting right. to come back up. But it's crazy yeah, because now right even there. chimically we've done that right. to where right. they don't have the seven day period because they don't you know they got iud implants for five mm-hmm. years right, right, right. you know what i'm saying but the crazy thing is and the last thing i'm gonna say on it the number one side effect of birth control is a lack of libido which means birth control makes women not want to have sex mm-hmm. right yep 
So then, now even they got to play a role because they're not really in the mood. Their hormones aren't even in it because their mm-hmm. hormones are being suppressed because we don't want them to have babies. Right. So it's like they're not even really into it. So all of this imaginative play moderated sex stuff has to occur because they're actually, their hormones are being suppressed because they own chemical birth control. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the chemical imbalance yeah, messed up their chemical, the chemistry now. Um, all I got to take from that is, I mean, I got a lot to take from it. Oh, yeah, definitely sure, to sure. our male married listeners. Every time you see your wife naked, make sure you tell her she look good. You right, ain't got, right. you ain't got, you ain't got, you ain't got, you ain't got to throw nothing on, baby. You, Be right. on deck. You're yeah, right. I mean, yeah, yeah there's it, yeah, <laughs> one in the chamber already, <laughs> ready to go. Miss uh, little snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, I know we had another topic recently. Um, uh, you look. show you showed me something. Oh about yeah, that. yeah, the, ahead, it's, ahead, it's almost like the same thing. But um, so you got the you got the the white DJ that um gave like over seven hundred black women HIV. Oh no! I hear about that. Yeah, yeah, DJ yeah, yeah. Kid, he was down in South Carolina or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. DJ Kid. Yeah, never heard of him. And the craziest thing is, he's a white. I'm sorry, it's a top he, he, he a white boy. Okay? Right, 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 right. And on the surface, I'm looking at this like he, this white boy that's really nobody in South Carolina, North Carolina, was yeah. able to bag bag mm-hmm. probably more than 700 black women and yeah. give them HIV. Well, are they saying that his literally? 700. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. Or was this just passed down? They followed the track. No, no, no. He got 700 black women done. He, he got that done. So Some of them as early as, or as young as 13 to 17 years old. Yeah, he wasn't, play, he wasn't playing no games. So there. was he, uh, did they touch on that too? He was an adult. He's messing with young He's an girls. adult. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He was trying. He's 42. 42 mm-hmm. years old. That's wild, man. I don't, I don't. My my thoughts on this is uh, it's uh, so many different angles, you know what I mean. Um, one would be the what happens in minorities, especially right. with like women, you know what I mean, is when you don't get that love that you should be getting from home with all these broken homes, right? You know, you you tend to go out to another minority and you think that they're going to treat you better because you've been treated like trash by your own people, right? You know, so that's one aspect of it, which we got we got to do something to clean that up. Right. Um, another aspect is the STDs, and I ain't talking about like the diseases. I'm talking about the sexually transmitted demons right. that mm-hmm. folks get. You know what right. I'm saying? Soul so, right. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, we all got one mind, but every time you sleep with somebody, that gives you another mind. And a lot of us sure. men run around here. We got like seven, eight women, right. and that's seven to eight minds you constantly try and juggle within your head. Right. You know, it's it's a lot going on. So that's all I got to say on that. Yeah, right. and also it also boys, man, it, it it comes from the broken home too, man. A lot of times, it's not it's, yeah. it's it's how we treat our women as our people. But then you gotta look at just um, dads being in the house, the broken homes. It's it's a whole cyclical effect, man. And it right, starts right. and it start. That's where that's honestly where it starts at, and that's that's a product of the devil. I mean, right. he's been trying to get the man out of the home, um, rather you know, render him useless, docile, or just. Totally um, absent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm just I'm just dumbfounded about how he was able to get 700 right black this this ugly looking weird white dude was able to get <laughs> 700 black women give him HIV. That's that's crazy because it ain't it ain't about charisma no more. It ain't about your thoroughness. It ain't about nothing. All it's about now is if your Instagram your Instagram page is right, popping right. Yeah. or something, and he's a DJ, right. so, so they look online. It's all yeah, it's all status driven. Yeah, so and he was a street easy. promoter. They said he's listed as a street promoter for Def Jam since '99. 
So, you know what I mean? So, so the dude's been, been doing it for years. For years. Um, and, and, and a lot, and I mean, and I just kind of glanced at it um, on Zeke's phone, but like, yeah, and he was paying for it too. So it was of like, course. he, you know what I mean? It's the party. Like, all right, let's, I'm going to get the drinks. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I got the drugs or whatever. You know I what I'm saying? I get you but in VIP. Exactly. Yeah, and it's just that experience. Women, women be going just for promoters. They be going for the promoters just Bruh, so they can like, get in the club. Like, like, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I'm a, I am a Christian rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have Snapchat. Okay. Right. Like, the reason I don't have Snapchat, because mm-hmm. other Christian rappers I know, you will leave a show in a Christian hip-hop show and girls sending you pics. Right. They, they sending you titty mm. pics off the top. That's like, crazy. you literally yes. just yes. got off stage preaching the gospel. gospel. Mm-hmm. And somebody like, let me give you a reward for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, you know, and I and I say this, and I, and I, I say it in a jokingly manner, but I'm so serious about it. Like, it's all men's fault. That's you know what I'm saying? The fact that earlier. we got so many women out here growing up without fathers, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like it ain't nobody for in this games. room. It's you know none of our faults. Yeah, you know no, like I, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, when yeah. you look yeah. at it, like, but it, but again, it's also the danger of in a, you know a little bit to the back one, like the last topic. That's the danger of sexual immorality. Like rec- sex is, and I and I tell people all the time, like sex is so significant, but we downplay it religiously. We downplay it biblically because it creates life. Right. You know what I mean? Like it creates life. Like right. the activity of sex creates life. Mm-hmm. And then you see all of these people who treat sex as a recreational just, activity exactly. and there's no accountability to it. Right. So then you just have all of these children, you know what I'm saying? That don't have no Engaging. fathers that, I mean, some of them that don't have mothers that just get yeah. dropped into foster care or right. just getting aborted. You know what I mean? Because we're not even, we don't take sex as serious as we should right up, right because up. it's treated as recreation for our personal pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no, like God made like God made humanity and he made man and women in their image. Like the only time humanity is close to being like God is when they're together, because mm-hmm. that's the only point in time where you can yeah. do something that only God can do, which is create life. Mm-hmm. A man and a woman are the only things that can create life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we both both of those parts of us is what is what represents God, because God is the only person that can do that. Mm-hmm. Right. But we minimize the creative power of sex and you get stuff like this. You got what STDs up? that's out here yeah. killing people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got children being born with deformities, um, fetal alcohol syndrome, like right. everything you do in life transfers. Right. You know what I mean? To you got life. kids, yep. but it's so bad, man. They I don't like because I, you know, I don't have I don't have cable at home, so I don't see a lot of commercials. But when I travel, I do typically, or especially if I'm watching Hulu or something. But like they've got a they've got a freaking vaccine for HIV now. Right, yeah. well, yeah. like this, HIV, and it's basically HPV, like TV, everything. Yeah, yeah so right. like it's not right. like okay, address right. the sexually transmitted disease not, not that's leaving demons, right? But just take the vaccine for it. Yeah. So then you can have sex with whoever you want. Like the most dangerous STD right, out there. Right, we're just right. like, nah, we got a vaccine for that. Pop three of these and go sleep with whoever you want to. Right. And that's what our culture is, man. And that's the devil right there yeah, yeah, because man. it's taking that creation. You know what I'm saying? That power of creation and it's been minimalized to something recreational. But then we just keep creating people, right? Born in these demonic relationships, born in these cycles. And then it just perpetuates all over the world because we keep creating people that that aren't born in love, that aren't born out of an intimate relationship based on a marriage covenant. Mm -hmm. And then that's what we populate in the world with. It's just a bunch of children you know what I'm saying? Born out of sin. Seed, you know what I'm saying? And then and then with no fathers or anybody in the home to try to leave. My my issue, like, that's what society does. You know what I'm saying? Like all the real men out here, we we holding our families down. Yeah. But the issue is the church again, man. You know what I mean? Like I always say, every time I come up here, I got an issue with majority of the churches. Right. You know what I'm saying? And as a pastor, of course, you're going to have that. If I'm up there and I'm preaching, which happens, you have women, no panties on, opening right. eight legs. You got the extra long hugs. Mm-hmm. You know, you because- You see the clip because with the- uh, Somebody, because they know that I'll be talking about the, um, Jesus and all that. Uh-huh. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, that's cool. But with the pastor, yeah. um, they said the girl 
filmed them. Yeah, I, heard, I uh, just heard. I yeah, just, I've been seeing David videos Wilson. about it. What's going right. on? David Wilson. Well, obviously, I ain't seen it, but he, I was is hearing he popular about or something? it. I, nah, he not he just, popular. Uh, like he from Texas would look like a whole cult, but, but like a member, there. a member had him on tape going down on her. Right. Yeah, because Mary and she released that joint. And a lot she released it. And a lot. I'm glad she did. A lot of these pastors, man, is soft, like I always say, period. Mm -hmm. And they they looking for status, so they become a pastor, and they don't take it serious. All they do is get up there because they know the church is full of women. Right. You know what I'm saying? Impressionable. Yeah, you know, impressionable women. Right. And they, you know, that's why they only fifth or sixth first lady. You know what I'm saying? So I, I look, shouldn't even be up there, Right, they shouldn't even be up there. She the fifth lady. Right. the first lady. But the problem is we're... Where, where's sorry, the bro. recourse? Like, where's the recourse to start eradicating, you know, right. a lot of these people out of there? Like, that. that's that's what I'm about. I'm about change, man. Like, yeah. I'm, action. Like, yeah, action speaks louder than anything, man. And that's what I'm about, man. Like, these small groups, we got we got to start making stuff happen. That's, a great, that's a great point, man. We allow, we men, we allow a lot of things that we maybe shouldn't be allowing going on in the church. Yeah, a lot of people we, say because... That's what keeps people in the church, the nonsense, the drama and right. stuff. And to be able to say, you know what? Oh, it's all right. Just ask for forgiveness and you forgiven. That's what I hear. All right. that's I hear and that's in that accountability. See, if somebody holds you to what you really done, right. the conversation is always different. Right. I don't listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't follow none of them. <laughs> right. You know, but it's the, as, a, as a society, even in church, which hurts the most, we glorify all the wrong things. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And we think, and we take all the right things for granted. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, that, and that's the problem. Like, so even, even through my feed, I'm from the streets. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I live that. So mm-hmm. when I sit there, it still bothers me that you got all these clowns coming from prison now. Right. Creating YouTube pages. And all they did was, you know what I'm saying? Survive a couple stabbings. Right. You know? And all they did was poison the neighborhood. Yeah. Now they and, leave they, and now and all of a sudden you got all these people following these clowns. And I'm like, right. Mm-hmm. All so. they did was serve their punishment, right? <laughs> and, you know what I mean? They beg people they for didn't money, do anything and commissary, and mm-hmm. now you come and you hitting the streets, and you, what did you do that was magical? Wise right. now, right. but that's the state of the culture, and it has this got to stop, man. This is right. terrible. So we're gonna have to have a conversation about my son. Oh, no, no. oh yeah, bro. I'm rock with my son. <laughs> this dude, my son. Yeah, this is my like, son. Gonna been the right pop. <laughs> Remember my son back in the day, the rapper. Yeah. yeah, I think he was with Rough Riders for a little bit. Wasn't he it? was with Mace. Brought him in. Remember on that uh, the, the bad boy or whatever. And then yeah. he caught that. He caught the robbery that he did, he didn't do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? But now he's like a black right. activist. activist or something. Yeah, sense. but he a black activist who's against bringing people to justice because he's like, you know, he a black activist, but he was like, oh, if you snitching, you know what I mean? Ain't no room for that in the culture and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, how are you a black activist right. not advocating for justice? You know what I'm saying? So like, you want to speak on a black man getting shot in the street, right, but you right. telling people who in gangs not to actually, you know what I'm saying? Which right. is why all of these, why these clowns run our yeah, neighborhood. We touched on that a little bit. You know what? We can, we, we can bring that back. We can bring that back because it's a problem. And I'm, I'm going to bring up Le, LeBron and bring all that in. You right. know what I'm saying? Because okay. it's, so LeBron, you, you know the, yep. the situation. Yeah, the China joint. Explain the situation right quick to him. Because I, I really, I really didn't catch Because he, he don't know. So basically it's like, you know what I mean? And from what I've seen, so the, so the NBA was going to, was going to do some um, exhibition games essentially in China. Yeah, so I NBA mean, is trying to basically branch out, get more money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this, what? Six billion people in China, right? Or whatever. So they're trying to create a new market in China. So they go out there, and what is it? The GM of the Rockets, um, like Dave Morley, I think his name is. Yeah. He had tweeted because in Hong Kong, right? Which Hong Kong is kind of different than the rest of China. Mm-hmm. Like China is communist, 
Hong Kong is kind of semi-democratic business. Right. You know what I mean? I've been there before. It's like the business hub. Mm-hmm. It's like the New York of China. Yeah. So people in Hong Kong are protesting against the Chinese government because still they got re- restricted YouTube. You can't get on Facebook. Like there, it's still oh, a communist country. A there. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. So and so there's a lot of restrictions. So people have been protesting in Hong Kong for a minute, for like months. Like okay. they yeah. protesting constantly. So Dave Morley sent out a tweet and was like standing with the people of Hong Kong basically fighting for their rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, you know, during a conference, somebody interviewed LeBron James, and LeBron James was basically like, almost said Dave Morley was out of pocket, like he should have made that tweet the next week um, because it could have caused physical harm to people. It caused, because a lot of the media um, stuff got canceled because it was in Hong Kong, so a lot in Shanghai. So a lot of that got canceled. Like people were boycotting the games, like, you know what I'm saying? So he basically took that Hong Kong, um, like the Chinese government and all of that, and it turned against the NBA because Dave Morley said something to support mm-hmm. um, support the, the protesters. So mm-hmm. it was weird because in conjunction, people are kind of getting on LeBron. Like, you want everybody in America to care about black lives, but, you're here, te- but you got matter. something to say about Dave Morley on when he when he says something against. So basically, what it came it's to look like was now. that like LeBron had a double standard. You want people to stand up for justice against black people, but you want the NBA to be quiet about um you want the NBA to be quiet about China because it it, it basically it's, is hurting pocket. your pockets. I yeah. think his quote was that we got a, a well, it's not an exact quote, but it, the premises of what he said was that we got a lot of issues here at home that we couldn't we can't we don't need to focus on issues over there. Yeah, that's a cop out, man. So right. this, this is this is my thing right here. All right. So we got to look at the reality, you know? Mm-hmm. So the reality is Nike and China are in the bed together. Right. Nike runs the NBA, hands down. Nobody right. cares about basketball. Right. They only care. It's all about the merchandise and the attire. That's yeah. where all the money's right. coming from. How can we promote you know I mean? I got, promote right. sell, sell I got the Ewans. You got right. the cap. Like, that's, and I don't care about basketball, but right. that's, that's where the money's at. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Also, as Christians, Nike itself, you know what I mean? Like my man here, he got all, all Christian wear. Right. Nike itself is a false god. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. But... Millions of Christians run around representing Nike. You know what I mean? So we, we have to look at it. When LeBron, he is just an employee. No matter how you look at it, all these people gassing him up, he's just an employee right. for the NBA. Yep. So he's going to have heart. You know, he's, his back's going to be silver. He's going to be a gorilla when it comes to black black lives, um, all this stuff that doesn't affect nobody's money. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to affecting the money of the NBA, oh, no, as an employee, he's going to be a chump. Right. You know? He's not built like that. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, leave it at that. Yeah, yeah I mean, he ain't speak on as we should not be looking, going, we should be looking going, at is justice across the board. Right. I'm a Christian at church, and I suffer for that. I mean, I'm a Christian at, at work, and I right. suffer for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Plenty of promotions I don't get. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm looked over. I get people coming up, asking questions, crying to me, doing all this yeah. stuff. Right. But I'm, I suffer. I'm ostracized. I'm the outcast. Right. You know what I'm saying? So nobody wants to be that. Right. He's just an employee. He wants to keep doing the things he's been doing. So we can't expect much. Now, same thing with my son. My son is no difference. Who's cutting my son's check? Period. All these black leaders, who's cutting their checks? That's the most important thing. Yeah. And we got to ask ourselves. Follow because the they, money. Right. Because the dollar. they're not they're not from in-house. Right. All these people come, they come from they was already doing from something. Other country, yeah, yeah, they come. He come from music industry. Like none of these people was literally out there. Like, dog, you did what? Eight years for a crime you ain't do. Yeah, 
Like you come back, and you did a bunch of crimes, so it's not like you yeah, ain't yeah. deserve eight years for the, right. for poisoning your own people all oh, that 100%. time. Like you ain't do the right. <laughs> you know 100%. what I mean? You got it another way. Yeah. You got it another way. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But like we said before, these people do not represent me. Right. Rappers do not represent me. Period. Christian rapper, regular rapper. Like I grew up with nothing but rappers. I'm from the hood. Everybody right. can rap. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously. Right. Like, like everybody so in the black cookout can sing. That's just exactly. what it is. Exactly. Like that. That is what it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we got to really. Be cognizant on who we put as leaders, man, of the sure. churches in society. Period, man. And that's and that's goes exactly what you're saying. What the pastors coming straight out of jail, jumping on YouTube, and everybody just following. You know what I'm right. saying? And we have to be very, I don't know if the word is strategic, but mindful, mindful on who we are saying holds this stage as a pastor. Like, it's the difference from a regular person giving his opinion on scriptures and a pastor giving his opinion on scriptures. You know what I'm saying? So we got to be definitely, definitely got to be mindful on who we are giving this title to and who we listen to. Just and we, exactly we like, got to be biblical about it. Like we just saying, Timothy. like, you know what I mean? We put, exactly, First Timothy. We just went through like a 12-week series of this joint at the yeah, church, like going through the um, the whole, the, the ecclesiology and the structure of the church. But like the, the problem is, like the reality of it is most Christians don't want to be discipled. That's right. why they don't want real pastors. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like for, you know, like pastors yeah. grow out of a necessity of, you know what I mean? Like when you look from a biblical perspective, you know what I'm saying? Like you right. had people that were hungry for the word. They they encountered the gospel. They were transforming them lives. And they're like, we need somebody to teach us a different a different understanding. So now I need a pastor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like now people don't really have a desire to change. People don't have a desire to really have no. a transformed heart. People right. don't want to really be renewed. People don't really want to be holy. You know what I'm saying? Like they want people who are going to speak to their morality. They want people who are going to speak to whatever the, the materialistic. Yeah, their sensuality or whatever. Right. And the crazy thing is going back to the earlier thing I said about the religious marketplace. Now I can pick and choose. So even if I ain't got nobody in my city, then I can rock with this dude Online. down in North Carolina. Like I like right. nice sneakers and watches. So let me listen to TD Jakes and Stephen Furtick. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right, so right, like right, even right. if you don't right. even if, even if you don't have that, because even a lot of times churches are contextual, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're They're cultural. So when you're in a black neighborhood, you get certain kinds of black churches. Mm-hmm. In a white neighborhood, you get right. certain kind of white churches. But now, like, we can, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can shop around, like, Amazon, you know what I'm saying? For, like, the kind of, Who's the the, like, what me? we want to be ministered. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where discipleship is, I'm going to get to know you. And just like Zeke said, just like I say, mm-hmm. I'm going to be real with you and tell you what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. That's stopping you from processing. That's, t- that's giving you the real truth. Right. But, like, discipleship requires proximity. That's why even Jesus only had 12 disciples. Right. You know right. what I'm right. saying? Because right. you got to sure. be able to spend time with people. That's but, what I remember I was just saying. Yeah, but episode, we've created yeah. a culture where mm-hmm. we can be distant time, from the Months. church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether the size of the church, whatever. We can be distant from the church. You know what I'm saying? And we can just, we can get a word, but not somebody that's going to hold us accountable like we talked about earlier and somebody who's going to challenge us right. to go deeper, to be better, and to, to look at the real truth of who we are. How do these people keep getting validated or ordained as pastors? Shouldn't these seminaries or different institutions... <laughs> seminaries you, are a joke. What do you have to go what through? Are t- what, what are you going to go out here in the world and teach? Are you going to... Nah, you can't. Go be a motivational speaker. <laughs> this, should be a, right. this should be a distinction. Motivational... Okay, motivational speaker, preacher. But, I don't, I don't but the, the system that you talk to is what's perpetuating the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I keep telling, I keep having this battle in myself, right? Because I have a, I have a spiritual conviction about being a professional Christian, mm-hmm. right? And when I say a professional Christian, I mean my profession 
is being Christian, right? Like my profession is me being a full-time pastor. My profession is being a full-time musician. I've always had a problem with that because I feel like once it becomes my profession, I have you to treat it, it in a it. professional matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what well, even now, like I'm a vice president. I got, I got money. Like that's not an issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like when somebody needs me to go perform at a show, my right. question is, does God need to be there? It's not who's paying me the most. Cause I don't need the money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need the money. I'll come for free to go do an outreach at some small church in the basement over here before mm-hmm. I'll go do a paid event, event over there because they need the gospel. They don't have the money in the budget so I can go there. Yeah. Where if yeah. I was a professional musician and my manager's doing that, I ain't even going to hear about the small church right. that wanted me to come that only had $25 in the budget when somebody else had a festival that was going to pay me five grand. Mm-hmm. So once right, it becomes right. your profession, we got to manage it just like you do as a contractor, just like we do. That's the way you got to look at it. And I think that's the same thing with the church. The system that's been created is you got people who grow up Christian, you know what I'm saying? They graduate, they go to seminary, they get out of seminary, they do an internship, you know, nobody noticed any scandal during the internship. And then right there, we go, we go put them plant them somewhere as an associate pastor. Like that's not biblically how this was supposed to Mm -hmm. work. You know what I'm saying? And like, we've created a system of like codifying and formalizing ministry, right? Where people can go pursue ministry as a profession that don't have a calling. Mm-hmm. And when you don't Amen. have a calling, the passion that's behind it, the accountability behind Word it, up. the spirit behind it, we're literally teaching people to be pastors and putting them in churches. Mm-hmm. That's right. our problem. We right. got a bunch of professional pastors in churches that don't have a heart for the people. I mean, right. look at the Catholic Church. Like the Catholic Church literally hires some dude, put him in the building. He do a homily. He hardly ever talked to the people in the church and he lives in the building. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Like that's the process. And we've duplicated that in Protestantism. And that's what it is. It's just like a, you're churning them out. Think about how many people are in school right now to become pastors. They need to go somewhere. You know right. what's happening? Church plants. Right. It's yeah. already a pastor there. So I'm going to put you in a gymnasium and you go start a church over there. You go mm-hmm. start a church over there and you go start a church over there. And it's like, it's just, we're just continuing. How much, how much are they spending to become pastors? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. That's, that's and again, I don't have anything against theology and understanding theology and being a learned theology, student theology and all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But going through this whole, like, I got a master's degree, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because of my profession. <laughs> right. So, like, when I'm studying and I've, and I've, you know, and I've taken seminary classes and all that, but, like, trying to put letters behind my name that mm-hmm. somehow justify a calling that no man gave me right. to begin with. Right. I can't do it. Like, I just can't. I'm like, right. I'm not. Because even that, I don't want you to, I don't want you to accept me because of what you think I know. Or because of what process that I went through. Because right. I don't care about your acceptance. Like the, the the people who understand the spirit of God will see the spirit of God in me. And that's what I want them to respond to. Not some letters at the end of my name. Because I got an MDiv or I got yeah, a whatever. Yeah, and that's that. what we're doing. We're just throwing all these people out there because they got the credentials. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't even do that in business. I don't care if you got a master's degree. You got to demonstrate can, to me with a resume that you can do the job. Exactly. Right. And we don't do the, the church is the only place where you can get a job. That you have no experience in. That's because nobody's testing nothing. I believe that everything, everybody should be tested. Absolutely. Seriously. But nobody's doing that. And and it's deep because everything's a test. Even when we right. see, even as as black people, even when we see um, the, the 28-year-old black woman just got shot by the cop through the window. Right. Even when we see circumstances like that, right. it's a test. Because Was it it's through a, te- a window? Yeah, it was through a window. Through her bedroom window. Right. Right. So it was a it's a test to see what we're gonna do as people. And what happens is in life we failing in all all genres. Right. We're failing. We're not passing any tests. So stuff keeps happening more and more because we're not doing anything. You know what I mean? And a lot of times with Christianity is we we want to be inspired to Mm -hmm. do it. That's why motivation speakers are so 
They that's got, why they took 30, over. That's why they're doing inspire because people. That, and that's why these megachurches, because everybody looks at it as inspiration. See, when you go through right. something, inspiration don't mean nothing. Because right. you can sit around and say, I want to be a Christian when you're over here and your, your fridge is full of food. Right. You right. know what I mean? Are you comfortable? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But every Christian that I know, tr- real Christians, mm-hmm. none of us are comfortable. Right. You know what I mean? This this walk is t- it's, it's horrible. You know what I'm saying? Right, I hate right. to say it, but... The feeling of praying for somebody, wanting them to be healed, and it's up to God no, to heal that exactly. person. Exactly, not, not then knowing. it's up to somebody you don't even care much for. You mm-hmm. you could work with, you can run into. You still humble yourself. I'll pray for you. Person gets healed instantly. You know what I'm saying? It's right, 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 you, right. You, right, right. You you have to go through so much. You know what I mean? It's not. A, it's mm-hmm. a self. This is selfless. It's not about you. How you feel mm-hmm. that day when you get up. You know, this this is a true walk, man. This is right. this is you killing yourself daily. Dying to yourself. You know what I mean? This is you apologizing to a bunch of people that you did wrong it in your past. Really has right. nothing to do with you. This is looking out. This is praying for your enemies, people that want you dead. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Like, th- this is people that set you up to be murdered. This right. is you saying, okay, God, please look after these people, such and such, and right. fighting everything in you to do the right thing. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? See, your average person is not going to do any of this. You right. know what I mean? They don't look at the Bible and say... I'm preparing for that moment when I, my last breath mm-hmm. and I, and I'm lucky to be here every day. Right. I'm truly thankful to be in a room with folks instead. Cause I could be six feet under, you know right. what I'm saying? Especially from my past, but folks don't look at it. They look at it as God's blessing me. You know what I mean? What's in it for me, yeah, you know, exactly. and this walk ain't nothing in it for you. Everything's for my children, my wife, you know what I'm saying? Everyone right. else I'm, Christ, you see me, the goal is for people to see Christ. That's yeah. right. You know what I mean? Glory. Not to see yeah. me at all. Right. But but that that's where that's where we get lost at, man. Yeah. We get lost in a test because nobody wants to go through anything. Nobody, wanna, nobody, nobody wants to everybody wants the easiest way possible to get somewhere and it, and Christianity don't work like that. Right. No. It, it doesn't nah, as, walk, go through that fire. And it's walk, like, no, it's not like that. I, the Ooh. quote that I got on my, you know, you can put like an out of office thing, but on my on Skype in my you know what I mean yeah, in my yeah, office, the, the that quote too. that I got up there is that there there are no shortcuts in life, just attractive distractions. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And that's what it is. Like everybody wants to shortcut. Like you said, everybody wants to be blessed, everybody wants to be inspired, everybody wants to hear three steps to save my marriage. Everybody wants, you right. know what I'm saying? Like you want in a microwave yeah, society, man. Yeah, like we want everything quick. And like you said, that's why like a lot of these people who are popular, their motivation speakers like i look at a lot of these dudes on instagram and like yeah you got a good yeah that that was cool so how am i supposed to do that what's the application like how do i get out of my current circumstance like how do i and and on top of that who why are we not aligning people to say that all of this stuff that you putting in your heart to want how does that give god glory right you know i mean i preached a sermon in uh, i preached it in new jersey and in uh colorado but it was like um or in charlotte north carolina and it was like you know i'm saying your reward lies in your worship so what do you actually worship? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want all the rewards of the world, if you want the house and the car and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, Satan, when he tempted Jesus, stood on the mountain and said, I can give you all, all of this. this. All mm-hmm. I said, that's because he it belongs to him. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, this is not God's kingdom. This is not God's property. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants the blessings that's tangible. But if you count worship, if you count a reward based on worship with all the stuff that's tangible, then it obviously ain't God. Right. Because the, the worldly people are the ones who got the most money, who got the most wealth, who Satan got the most possession. Yep. But we chasing the same stuff. And then people just kind of get engrafted into that same mentality where it's like, you got to fight against that. Like, you got to wake up every day. And I told people, I'm like, you looking at, I'm like, and I told him, I said, you know what I mean? Like, if I put my bank statement up here, most of y'all would listen to me more effectively. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. You know what well, I mean? Because right. what I say combined with, like, what I make. And I was like, if I pull up, you know, I'm doing Christian mm-hmm. hip-hop. If I pull up to one of these shows in a Maserati, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all of a sudden, my Instagram following would blow up. Right. And I told my mm-hmm. wife, I said, I just refuse 
to participate in the shenanigans. I don't right. drive. I don't drive a luxury car. I don't wear luxury same, things because I don't right. care. Like I don't mm-hmm. want it. I don't want that what I have to be a reflection. Right. I want who I serve right. to be right. what's important. Like yeah. I want you to see Christ. And if uh, and if and if I create this lens of you can only see Christ through a Fendi bag or through some red bottoms or crap, through some man. materialistic stuff, that's what Jesus is. Then that's then I'm held accountable to that at the exactly. end because teachers are held to a higher standard. 100%. So if I'm teaching you that being glory, being blessed by God means the stuff that you can count. That's wrong. Like if that's you can buy promises. it, it ain't a blessing. Exactly. If you could buy it, it ain't a blessing. Like that's the way I look. Because anything that's got a price tag on it, somebody else could buy it that don't know God, that ain't gonna use it to glorify God. But everything 100%. you have is for God's glory. That's you know why I mean? when we. That's why I tell people all the time when we're younger, we want to obtain certain things, acquire certain things, yeah. and it's just some reason that is always a roadblock in front of us. It's because God already knows what we're going to do with it and 100%. how we're going to. Right. Um, Dishonor him with the stuff we got. And That's the, why and God the, doesn't allow us to have certain things. And man. it's so pervasive, especially in the black community. Oh, yeah. Because we've been deprived of so much. You know what right. I'm saying? So like the freedman syndrome. If you read Carter G. Woodson, like mm-hmm. the freedman syndrome, the first thing that slaves bought when they were free was cars, clothes, and jewelry. Mm-hmm. To look, because to it was the only the thing they could own. Mm-hmm. Not even that. It was the only thing that they could own that showed they weren't slaves. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if you right. look at our culture now, like we try to, we try to put on... That we're valuable, you know what I'm right. saying? Like we try to put on that my life, but my lives matter. matter. Like if I drive right. a nice car, then I must not be a criminal, right? If right. I got a nice right. house, then I like we, this. It's always ingrained into our minds, mm-hmm. so it's like we got to first of all, just as black people, thank God for the grace to get past that mentality that other people don't have to deal with. Right. And then we still just gotta face the face the material trappings of American culture in general, right? The the house with the picket fence and the dog and the American dream that everybody kind of pushes on us. You know what I'm saying? We're like the purpose of my house is to serve the Lord. Right. The purpose right. of my cars yeah, is to serve the Lord. Like, and that's why I told people, you want a new car, you praying for a new car, but you won't what give you your neighbor do? a ride to the store. What you gonna do with it? Exactly. But you, you know what I mean? Like, you want to get somebody to ride to church, right. but you want you want a new SUV. Flexing in front of people and stuff like that. That's what I that's what I was saying. I was like, God, if you gonna if you gonna give me this let me utilize it to glorify you okay if i got if i got a decent sized house all right people come over here and stay but when they stay here they're gonna hear the word of god even they're non-christian non-christian absolutely i'm using this certain using this certain space to use use my platform for something so yeah it's and i'm sure all all of all of us do that and this is the purpose of it because the blessings if it's it's really not a blessing if it stops at you right right it got it has to it has to succeed you it has to keep going Yep, it's about other people, man. It ain't about us. There's no, but the, when you go into the bookstore, you know what I mean. If there's any left, you know what I'm saying. Right, right. <laughs> but if you yep. go into like Borders or whatever, I think they're the only ones left. If you go in there, you'll never see uh, others help book. You only see self self help books. Yeah, you'll never see right. a book about helping others. Yeah, right. not one in that whole. No one's ever wrote a book like that. <laughs> right. But that's the main book that should be written. And people yeah. don't realize how good it feels to help somebody that can't that, that, that can't return a favor. Right. Absolutely. That is, that's that's the dope that's, that's one of the dopest things in the world. Or the feeling. That's or the feeling of crying on your knees. Seriously, and having somebody help you. And right. to look at the person that's helping you and it's the last person you thought would help you. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. It's nothing better than that. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's God's grace right there. And that's what and like you said, the one book that does tell us to do that is the Bible. 100%, but everybody, 100%. but everybody skip past them sections, right? right. So it's like yeah. like you said, we pick up the Bible, like, all right, what can we, you know what I'm saying? Doing it to the least of our brethren as if they were me. You know what I'm right. saying? Like let no debt remain outstanding but showing love to your brother. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a song called Pay What You Owe, that's about that whole, you know, that feeling. 
you feel when, when people owe you money, mm-hmm. right. you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, but if you flip that and if you felt that way, if, if God felt that way about you because of what you were indebted to him for, woof, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then flip it that way. And it's like, and like I made the song and that, when I made the song, people owe me thousands of dollars because <laughs> people always owe me money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it was funny. And I'm in my, the first two verses was really how my mind, like my flesh feels right. about people that owe me money. Mm-hmm. And the third verse was, but because God saved me, because I'm indebted to him, I can't be a bad creditor mm-hmm. to other people because of how I'm indebted and something that I can't yeah. pay. And we saw how and we saw how that happened in the Bible. Yeah. And, and it's, it's crazy. The, the song convicted me so much though. Mm-hmm. I actually reached out to everybody that owed money and sent him Romans 13, eight and said, mm-hmm. let no debt remain outstanding, but showing us your brother. You don't owe me anything. Right. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, God is forgiven. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, please don't let this impact our relationship. Amen, like bro. I love you. So anything from here, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever, like, and I'm the person like I'm not I'm 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 going to fight to give you money and not let you borrow it. Mm-hmm. So if you borrow money from me, that That's means you had to say on three different occasions, no, 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 I'm gonna get you back. Yeah. Yeah. If you keep saying that, you go on my spreadsheet. Or sometimes you know I, yeah, or, I or sometimes I'll be like, yeah. That's yeah. what I don't believe in that uh, either. If I give you if something, I give it to you, you got it's it. Yours, if you man. get it back, you get it, give it back. It's well, a blessing, I give right? I give you what I can afford to get. You may you may ask for a thousand. I only can afford 500. That's what you have to take. But right. I don't expect, I, I give what I don't expect to get back. And from right. a systemic perspective, one of the reasons, one of the things I did to do, that's like I started my own nonprofit. So I started a nonprofit. I got a private foundation. So like right. I don't help anybody. My nonprofit does. Right. But if what you need doesn't line up, Okay. With the, the mission criteria. that I know that God gave right. me mm-hmm. for my ministry, which mm-hmm. means this is what my money is for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my money is for families in need, it's for discipleship, it's for whatever. Like you need a couple, you need a you need a couple hundred because you gotta do this missions trip. You know what I mean? Like you you an active member in church and you can't get there and your car broke down, whatever. Like that's what it's for. So that's what I do. I actually take money and put it in there. Right. And then when people need something, like it just it come right out of there. Like, and that's and that's the one way with God like kind of correcting me, like, hey, I'm giving you money. Don't be misusing my money, first of all. Right, right. Right, because I gave you money for a purpose. And you can keep lending the cousins all day and not have no money to go do ministry, not have money to feed the homeless, not have money to do this, that, and the third. So, like, in that vein, like, that's, you know what I mean? And, again, that's what, you know what I mean? So, yeah. that's been that's been helpful for me because it gives me, you know what I mean? But it, it it's tie, everything's tied to a mission. Right. So, if what you need don't line up with this mission, like, I, I might still come out of pocket for it. Mm-hmm. Right, but right, that's, right, it's right. almost like I know that my resources that God has given me to fulfill the mission that he gave me, you know what I mean? And that's why, like, we do, I do concerts for free. Like, I speak in places for free. I do everything for nothing because all it's right. all being paid for by my by my foundation. So, I don't, right. Right. don't matter. So, yeah, I know because you always have a question on that, whether ministers should get paid or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm a pastor. I don't think no minister should get paid. And I it's mean, crazy because I get in that debate all the time because people yeah. always hit me up and be like, like I, I was speaking, I spoke in Colorado. Matter of fact, I think the first time you came to church, I was out of town, and they asked me like what my honorarium was. I was like, I don't have one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm just like, I'll be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't worry about it. And it was just like people like, and it's crazy because these are like, like they're like, what do you mean you don't have an honorarium? I'm like, do you right. know what honorarium means by definition? Right. Honorarium means that you are honoring me with something that I did not ask for, right? Like an honor, like a fee is a fee. You're asking mm-hmm. me what my fee is. I don't have a fee. If you want to give me an honorarium, that's established by you. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. But write right. it out to All Faith Ministries because that's where the check is going. Right. You know what I mean? But it's like, and it continues in that. But it's crazy to look at people who like, and then it's because then they think you weird. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. and I'm like, nah, I don't need nothing. They're like, well, the Bible right. comes at a, a cost enough yeah. for me to charge you something. Seriously, it costs me enough reading God's words, dealing with life in general, right. for me to actually charge anybody anything. I'm right. nothing, right. seriously. I'm yeah. just dust, man. So right. when I go there, 
I'm only giving you God's free word. It's not right. even my word. It's yeah. his word. It's his word. Right. right. My money is not his money. I mean, my money is his money. It's, it's not my money. Ours, yeah. It's right. nothing mine. Right. So right. when, you know what I mean? That's how, that's my perception of life. Now, if you ask me for money, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I believe in opportunities. I'm going right. to provide you an opportunity because I'm in position to do that. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to just hand you cash unless you, you absolutely need it. Right. But if yeah. I see that you, your hands is working, your mental state is okay. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> like, you, you know, work. right. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. do, you got to, you got to show and prove, man. Barter right. system, whatever. You got to work it off. Yeah. So another question, man. All right. Um, what's your thoughts on plagiarism within the uh, Christian community? You know what I'm saying? Because I've, I've said a lot of stuff on my page. I've said a lot of stuff and I've, I'm hearing other people taking my stuff. Oh, right. Word for, for word for <laughs> word. For word for word. Word for word. So what is, is, if it's not, if it's not, my like because because it's all Christian, right? It's all property, right, yeah. right. What is your thoughts on that? You know what I mean. Should should someone be upset? You know what I mean? Because I constantly get people writing in, running to people. They like, yo, you know, such and such just said right. everything you just said, right. and it's like, oh, where? And, and I start, uh, I yeah, play, I start. Yeah, I be like, plagiarizing you, bro. I'm, I'm sorry, like, man. No, no, no. So I'm like, <laughs> I be taking. Wow, I don't take it as my own stuff, but nah, I, nah. I, I sometimes you know. Nah, it is what it is. But I'm saying, I was just like, yo, this is wild. Like, is this right. a is this a thing? Then they said that um, they said Creflo Dollar, uh-huh. right? I don't rock with him at all or right. condone his stuff. But they said that he just got into a moment where he preached something crazy, had everybody online going wild, like it was good. Like, then they found out that it was plagiarized by a dead pastor that, uh, pa- and that he right. said his whole entire. You know what I'm saying? So, w- what's your thoughts on that? Like, stealing somebody's whole ser- <laughs> stealing somebody's whole sermon is a whole different situation. Wow, right. I mean. If the Bible is not giving you any inspiration or any words to put to, towards what you read, then maybe you didn't get something out of it. You need to go go back and go back in. Right, right. Yeah, but besides, but a lot of stuff. This none of this stuff is new. I don't think anything we're saying is new. Under somebody, the sun, somebody yeah. is saying because it's all from a biblical back. It's all from a biblical standpoint. The only thing that may be new is just the time. And how it relates to that specific time, but right. I mean, because whatever we're talking about, it was going on before then. It was just, we just talking about a remix version of it, word for word. I can't steal that, but if they quote you, I can totally respect. Okay, well, so and so said this, or you know, because a lot of pastors will quote other pastors, right, right. But um, yeah, I can't get down with somebody stealing, stealing your whole, yeah, whole like, message. Wow, yeah. see that? Like, yeah, that, that means you didn't put the work in. Yeah, it's just wild, man. I, I, right. I'm, what you what you think, man? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think you know what I'm saying. Like, if you go if you're gonna share an idea that's not genuinely yours, then you should give credit to where it came from, mm-hmm. right? Whether right. that's whether that's the Bible, whether it's another pastor yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, and I think you know what I mean. And sometimes I think you know people just say things well, and then it's like that's exactly what I agree with, and that's what I want to share. Right. And I think we got to yeah. be honest enough to do that because like Martin Luther King was a plagiarist. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, if you no, read no, the biographies, no, no, no. but true. what he was doing is that he was actually, he took a lot of snippets yeah, from popular true. sermons that were given by white pastors mm-hmm. right. and he reused a lot of terminology mm-hmm. that they were yeah, used yeah. to in his sermons and he didn't like disclose it. But it was basically like they were hearing something. It was like, man, I don't know why this guy sounds so familiar. It was because he was actually taking stuff from pastors mm-hmm. that they knew mm-hmm. and he was inter- and he was intertwining it into their into right. their sermons. But as Christians, you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, but like you just said it, like we we put what God gives us out there. 
Man. It was given freely. It was, you know what I'm saying? It's distributed freely. If so, it's like me, I'm going to have a problem with it if you say, take what I said and put it out of context to use it right, yeah. right, use right, it outside right. of God. Like right, if you right, take right, something yeah, I say and yeah. now you're trying to use it to, to hit somebody in the pockets or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying, to be a robber. Right. That's cool. I mean, because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, people yeah, do yeah. it to me all the time. Yeah, like people like, stole whole movements. <laughs> Like designs, yeah, everything from me, taglines for apparel, like nah, everything. No, no, and at no, the no, end no. of the day, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like God gave it to me. So like I yeah, give yeah. it freely, like yeah. as long as you're still using it for his glory. Like if you, if right. somebody else like takes something that I do mm-hmm. and try to use it at a secular approach or whatever, I'd be right at the courthouse. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes yeah, to yeah, within yeah. the kingdom, if it's for building the kingdom, I don't, you could borrow the tool. You know what I'm saying? He gave me right. the hammer. You use the hammer. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you quote me, that's, that's, that's ethical. Right. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not going to let it bother me. Yeah, but. Just to touch on what you uh, said about um, um, Dr. King, uh, a lot of times, you know, it, it could be a strategy, uh, a debate strategy mm-hmm. to use somebody else's word. You know, you had a lot of these uh, white pastors at the time who were saying things, but it was only pertaining to their congregation. So I think with Dr. King, one of the strategies were to use their words and to say, all right, you believe this, you preach this. Yep. Now, let's hear from my mouth. You know what I'm saying? And not only hear it from my mouth, hear it from a perspective to where you got to you gotta use these words for everybody. Don't try to, you know, just say everybody under grace just for uh, this community and this community is not. So I think, you know, a lot of a lot of different things. You can you can use the plagiarism as a strategy, but then at the same time, you definitely got to give credit where credit due. No, and 100%, man. Down, hands down, give credit. 100%. A lot of times, I forget where I heard certain things from. At least say, yo, I forgot where who said yeah. this, who said that. Yeah. But yeah. I listened to this pastor on such give it try to give as much detail as you can. Because that pastor might have something else. You might only be able to give that one little message. But he might have he might have four or five hundred other sermons that can, you know, help that can help yeah. this person's yeah. life. So you try to give him as much information to where that person can go back to that that pastor or to that person who originated that and or you know who said it to you and, and go back and get some more information. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't ever try to, you know, embody those words and, and take them as your own, because then what are we doing? We are glorifying ourselves. And that's the same exact thing that Jesus uh blamed the um all, all, all the Pharisees yeah, yeah. for. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to use this to glorify y'all and to fatten your own pockets. Self-edification. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we got to, you know, wrap everything up. Like we have to, in in life, we have to understand and use our heads and question everything. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Just like you were just talking about Martin Luther King. So for those that don't know, like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X actually met up. Mm -hmm. We know this. Right. And after that meeting, they didn't survive long after that meeting. Right. Because they, you know, they, I believe his words, um, was I feel like I feel like um Martin Luther King's words was I feel like I let my people into a burning building. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to realize and what was his name? Hoover? John Yeah, J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah. yeah. Right. What he said was more important than when they both died. Right. What he said was the next person that we give you mm-hmm. will be somebody next leader you have will be Which somebody means. we give you. Right. And it's like every we have all forgotten that. Yep. So, and if you look and you see all the leaders that we have, yep. they all a bunch of clowns, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I don't believe any of their stories. Right. You know what I mean? You, we can, we can take it to rap. You got Snoop, like, you know what I mean? Brother, he committed 
committed murder, right. somehow got off. Right. You know what I mean? T.I. just had a thousand guns. Right. Somehow, all these people, I feel like it's farm raised. They just throw them in front of us. And we yeah. supposed to. Yeah, a lot of these people are plants. They just plants. Yeah. And we and we constantly believe these people. We have to, we got to start using our heads and say, if they not in-house people right. that go up, they, they, they are descendants of the, they're pushing the other agenda. They're not for us. Of course they're pushing the agenda. You know what I'm saying? Speaking yeah. out both sides of their mouth. And that's what, right. like Bizzle said that. It was like, you put them in the Benz Coop and make the noose look fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So it's like still yeah. hanging us, still killing us, still perpetuating, you know what I'm saying? Things that destroy our communities, you know what I'm saying? That undermine black masculinity, like, and all of this stuff, right? And it's being fed to us by yeah, people yeah. who look like us, right? Exactly. And who are representatives. But like you said, they all, and, they all clowns. Yeah, they talk about it both sides of their mouth. They tell you not to do one thing over here, but to still demuse everything that they support that they make their money off of. And they wouldn't tell their kids none of the stuff they tell your kids. Of course kids. Right. not. Right. Like we said before, them <laughs> kids all go to, they, you know, I mean, my kids go to private yeah. school, but all, all, <laughs> right. these, all these kids going to private school, they don't live in the streets like right. they no. they want your kids yeah. but when you watch tv they sell you the hood right you know they give you hood music right. because they want to keep you there right you know what i mean but no one looks outside of that right. you know or, what i mean or they want to they want to they want to establish the, what the black community look like right they give yeah. it to you which, that is cool. right yeah and which is totally false because a lot of times you know i grew up around a, a whole a lot of white people or I went to, or should I say, I, mm-hmm. I went to school with a whole lot of white people, and their perception of the black community is all the way false. Yeah, right? yeah. Because they watching TV, and then so, so now and saying what they think of the black community, you gotta go a little stepper, a little, little deeper, and say, well, what you think of me? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. If, they the if same I'm thing, from yeah. this community, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. these people on, you know, leaders of our community on drew this picture of what you know a black person from this neighborhood is like. You obviously gotta, you know, have what well, let's just say, prejudices against me. Then right. once you get to know me, then you can. Yeah, but start the thing is, it, but and they take yeah. that prejudice as an exception, though. Right. Like that's the problem with it. Like yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like we have a system that perpetuates an identity of black people, right. right? That justifies murders, that justifies police shooting us, that justifies people. You know what I'm saying? Over like taking over our constitutional rights. Like I just, you know what I mean? Like. When you look at the fact, and it was crazy, like, I, I love cop shows. Like, you had the Law and Order joint. Right. So, like, my whole life, and it was because, like, the other day, and just, like, I testified, I was a character witness at a trial for a friend of mine who was on trial for murder, mm-hmm. um, and it was self-defense. He was an, ooh, he's the only, like, this, it, like if you look it up, like, ooh, put Uber driver murder. Like, that's mm-hmm. my friend in Denver. But, um... But it's crazy because, like, being at the court, you know what I'm saying, in, in the justice system, and then, like, the week before, it was right. the Amber Geiger trial with Brant Jean. But it's crazy because I'm sitting there watching Chicago PD. I'm up. I'm in Denver. I can't sleep. I'm up at, like, 2.30 in the morning. I'm watching Chicago PD, and I realize, like, all of these shows glorify, right. you know what I'm saying, breaking the rules, mm-hmm. right? Black people are always drug dealers and criminals, yeah. and, you know what I mean, even the innocent ones are really right. guilty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, every nobody's innocent until yeah, proven guilty they, because when you... Because when you watching yeah. it on, this is the crazy thing though that people don't we don't realize what we internalize in our mind. When you watching it on TV, you see them commit the crime, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you know they're guilty, and then so when the police bring them up, like you know they're guilty, and you're just advocating for the police to get the guilty person because right. I saw you commit the crime. Mm-hmm. I think that's how a lot of people feel, especially white people when they're in the court. Mm-hmm. It was right. like, this is that law and order. This is Chicago PD. Right, right. Like they did everything that they could. Like something had to happen for them to shoot or for them to be nervous. Yeah, that gun really right. did. The phone really did look like a gun, but it's like we're consuming it because black people love cop shows. Yeah, they paint right. We've been watching law and order for 15 years, yeah, not realizing right. that like when you sit on a jury now, Right. And you've seen all of these examples of how justice plays out. Like all of that is kind of conditioned your mind to say, like, 
well, you know, cops really just do what they got to do. And who are the right. heroes in all of the shows? They the bad cops. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, we glorify bad cops in our society and then wonder why one of them can't get convicted. Right, right, right. Because, no, you don't follow the news, but you follow law and order. Right. And law and order say a little force is necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if, if they basically if they understand they're guilty and that's like it's right. messed me up, man. I can't even watch them no more. I'd be like, I'd be like, that's a constitutional violation. Right. That's illegal. I'm a, I'm out here policing that joint like a YouTube video. It's crazy. And, and as Christians, we as Christians, we definitely have to lose our blackness. Right. That's, that's something that we got to talk about. We got to lose our blackness because it's holding a lot of us back because you got you, I see a bunch of movements against Gucci. Um uh Timberland, you know what I'm saying? All these all these movements against all this stuff. But stuff. in Christianity, yeah, in Christianity, there's no movements against Nike, Mazda, you know what I'm saying? All these other Well, even the key- same organizations right. for other reasons. Like you want to protest Gucci for that. Protest Gucci Gucci for like emphasizing effeminate dressing of women or like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like the the way that they, you know what I mean, the way that the fashion industry, the luxury fashion yeah. industry in itself manipulates women yeah, and, and the, androgynous people. You know what I mean? Like all yeah. of that. Like Louis Vuitton had um Jaden Smith rocking yeah. a skirt. Like, we not protesting that. But right. the, yeah, you gotta listen to my podcast. Yeah, like that's always, the second episode of my podcast. Is like, we gotta stop being you gotta be Christian first. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, got, first. you gotta be Christian. Christian first, first and you gotta have heart man you know what i'm saying we all we only we keep picking these whack these these corny soft battles <laughs> instead of going against something that's for real that's you really, know what i mean really, and that's really, what's really going really on with our, us men right we built for this right we built to go to war yep. you know what i'm saying but every battle that the church is picking you know what i mean no different than what um lebron was just doing we only fight on stuff that we feel like we can fight or they're going to allow us to have you know, a certain, have a saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, instead of just creating an organization, a community, and fighting real fights within, and start within our neighborhoods. Start locally. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. This Where is, you can make this, an impact, right? Yeah. Like, I just, I had a, a Facebook tirade Absolutely. on that the other day, because I'm like, we right. always want to get into national politics. No. Most of you don't know who's on the school board that dictates what's going to be taught to your kids. Right. I said, the sheriff right. is the, an elected yeah, official. Yeah. The judge yeah. is an elected official. The city council, when I looked at, they had the um, the mayoral election in Smyrna. Mm-hmm. I think 600 and something people voted. Right. Like 400 people picked the mayor of the town of Smyrna right. because people don't participate in local politics. Uh, if you had yeah. an organized body, mm-hmm. you could take over Right, you could right, get the right. mayor, the city council, you could have the judges, exactly. you could have the sheriffs, yeah. and if it's people that don't represent interests that impact your community that you care about, right. you know what I'm saying, that from, even from a Christian perspective, then you, you could control that. But that's how they distract us. They want us all looking at Trump. I don't care about what this clown doing. Exactly. He don't do nothing. I know what the office of the president yeah. is for. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? I studied civics. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like everybody's showing this dude signing the bill like he wrote it. This dude can yeah. barely compose a tweet without context errors in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think he's writing bills? Exactly. Like, nah, not at all. You know what I mean? Go back to that right. schoolhouse he, he, rock. I'm just the bill. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cartoon yeah. to learn. Like he's just a face. But yeah. we, they spend all the time. They make us stare at the face. So exactly. we ignore what the body is doing. Yeah, and a lot exactly. of times we, we and we just raise our kids to meet the status quo, not not necessarily just to meet the status quo, but to um instead of being influential people like that, we raise them to be entertainers. Right. We yeah. raise them to be basketball players right. or something else instead of putting them in these positions that can make an impact. Because all when you dribble a basketball or you entertain somebody, what they going as soon as you try to make a statement on anything, oh yeah, yeah shut yeah. up and dribble. Shut up and do this. We don't pay you to do that. That was a t-shirt. When it comes all that, when it comes to us being men, if we gonna fight one fight in in this worldly movement, it better be for our kids. Right. Mm -hmm. It better be against the school board. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's trying to 
have our kids pick out all these different genders at right. five years old. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they closing different sexualities in. And all right. Other they nonsense. are closing in like you wouldn't believe on all the private schools. I'm kicking out so much money right now because right. the government's not funding them on purpose. Mm-hmm. Right, you right, know right. what I mean? Like we, we got to do something, man. And that's what I keep saying. Like everything's a test. And you hear this constant sentiment that's going on. Um, what's the guy name? What's the Berto? What's the, um, um, I know you're talking about, um, the guy, the guy who's running for president, put it this way. He yeah, wants yeah. to take all the 501 C3s for anybody that speaks against homosexuality. They've been, they've been trying to take them. Take, take, <laughs> man, take them. Thank you. I want to take, take them. Cause look. then I want, I want all of the, t- you know what I mean? You know, it's funny. And I, I, Zeke, mm-hmm. I love you, man. We cousins now. Um, <laughs> because for real, like when you look at a NASCAR race, mm-hmm. you could tell who they sponsored by. Right. right. Remove Absolutely. that five hundred one C three and mm-hmm. all the churches that are shut down. Uh-huh. You'll realize they were sponsored by the government to begin with. And you know right, what I'm saying? Like you having out, yeah. to pay taxes on money should not dig. That's why I have a private foundation oh, and not a religious teach. foundation. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like that's and that's the whole thing. That even the whole and we talk about marriage from a Christian context. Right, right, when right. we talk about civil union from a legal context, mm-hmm. they keep muddy in the waters exactly. between the two. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the reason the church was really pushing against it was because if you receive any state money or grants tied to public funding. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and homosexuality or civil unions are made to be legal mm-hmm. and it becomes a protected class of people under Title Title Eight. You know what I'm saying? Then like you can't discriminate. So if you got a Christian school, right. but you're accepting voucher money from the state, mm-hmm. you cannot say that you won't have an employee who's homosexual. Exactly. And it's right? like Christian organizations are legally allowed to discriminate, mm-hmm. but yeah. where your money comes from dictates whether or not you can't like, even at my company, yeah. we said, got contracts the with the yeah, state. Like you get yeah. contracts. Like we do contracts in Chicago, California, there are minority requirements in the contracts, mm-hmm. right? That you got to hire so many minorities that you got to be an EEO, um, EEOC employer. You can't discriminate or you can't even apply mm-hmm. for that money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is grant money and state money. And that's right. what a lot of these churches are running off of. And that's why they scared of it. Who cares? Right. Change the status. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like if the church got enough money, the church can pay the taxes. Right. But if the right. church don't have enough money, what difference does it make? I got to pay taxes. Right. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? But like when you make that whole thing and that's why everybody's like, oh, and I'm that's like, that's I, why I'm everybody like, poking out and won't say anything. Like, yeah. Exactly. yeah everybody that's, what, that's what I said. I, I, I love it. And now I, the church won't speak up against, you, they ain't you, speaking against Trump mm-hmm. who out there blatantly racist, misogynist, xenophobic, mm-hmm. saying crazy stuff on Twitter all day. You ain't got nothing to say about that. Right. But everybody on Betonet because he's saying you shouldn't be a nonprofit if you allowed to discriminate. I'm, it sounds messed up, but I agree. Take the money. Take the, say, take the little things I, away. I, I, I love, I love I to say, say church support itself. Take the money for this. I mean, take take the 501, whatever. Take all that. You know what I mean? Strip these churches down because I want to see who's really about this and who's Christian not. Life. Exactly. Let's exactly. see how many of these mega churches shut down. Second exactly. of all, second of all, we already know what the future's head. We shouldn't be congregating in churches anyway. We should be in people's homes right. because we should be preparing for what's to come. Right. All this is about preparing for what's to come, which these churches is not talking about. They sitting there acting like everything's going to be all good. Yeah, everything's all good. Nah, you can look around us and see something ain't right with society. Right. Everything that's wrong is becoming right. Yeah. You see that. So accumulating we, ourselves, and, accumulating right. for ourselves teachers that don't want to preach the gospel. When right. you start getting to the point where you actually going to preach what the Bible say, you might not be able to afford a building, but that's right. fine. Not at all. Right. Because all you that's need fun. is a couple, you know, I don't even need no microphones. If it's a 20 people can fit in my living room, I do right. it every other Sunday. Right. So Listen, it's- man, <laughs> they got a pavilion at the park. 
You know what I'm saying? Rain. Seriously, that's go to the about. park. Get the word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And learn and your Bible, man. Because when they take, the and I say this all the time, learn your Bible, man. Mm-hmm. Forget all them other books and passes writing. Exactly. Learn, learn your that Bible, Bible exactly. because when they take the Bibles, you are gonna need that. You gonna, you gonna need, need every piece of that word that you should have yeah, read. Word up. Exactly. Like it's real out here, man. Everybody, you know, it's 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 the times we living in is so sinister. You know what I mean? Like. You can look just 20 years ago how life was and look at it today. I never thought I'd be walking my kid in a different places and I couldn't tell the difference between who was a man and who wasn't. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I I never thought that it would be a, a time like that. not be able back. to speak on it. And not right. even be able to speak on I it. I never like, thought that, that I would be asked to tone down my the octaves on my voice because I got a deep voice. I never right. thought I'd hear that. Right. Or people start jumping when I go up to them, hey, how you doing? You know what right. I'm saying? I never thought that men would be that effeminate. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, this is what the Bible we tells aggressive. us about the latter times, man. Yeah, the t- we, I never thought that they would have control over our lives such with a phone to the right. point that they put movies out with right. people falling in love with electronics. Like, right, they right. got oh, the yeah, new Jexy movie. Facts. Like, yeah. And then when you sit around and you talk to people, people would be like, yo, this car is my my girl, this my baby. Right, right, Like, right. and you can already see the transition. Or even like, the phones, man. Right, like, you yeah. look at it, I mean, when you, you got people see. lined up around the corner, like, you know what I mean? Just like, Christiana Mall yeah. get hit yeah. when the new iPhone drops. Yeah, I'd be wild. like, really? That's yeah, that's wild. Yeah. You see how you can see certain things that you just, how they just bait you in. Yeah, that's what they do. a little bit. The next thing you know, like you said, people literally falling in love. With robots, yeah, and that's oh yeah, that's oh that's 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 out there, that's popping. So and the other thing, like because that you mentioned, man, it's crazy. I had told my like I was reading uh, Luke the other day when I was traveling, um, because it was I was reading Judas again because that's a whole nother day. But uh, the um, but it was crazy because there was a scripture in there that said that there, you know, like one of the signs of the end times is that women will be celebrated for being barren and not giving birth to children. Mm, And I told my wife, I was like. So like dang like that's what's happening now like because mothers are and that's and that's one thing and we we need to have a whole discussion no on just mothers because i think we have no doubt like being a mother is so insignificant in our society and it is literally the most powerful thing right on the planet you know right. what i'm saying yeah. so like people look at my wife and because my wife's a stay-at-home mom and they'd be like what right. else do you do like what else does she have to do like if my wife wasn't doing that it takes four people at, at a minimum to do what my wife does mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like me to replace my wife, her role as a mother is so dynamic. And I'm like, what other, what other value? Like I wrote a, I wrote a blog post that was called why I'm jealous of my stay at home wife. Cause everything I, I will ever accomplish in my career pales in comparison to the way that my daughters look at my wife. Exactly. Right. It ain't no customer employee or whatever mm-hmm. that I have that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That, mm-hmm. that looks at me the way that my kids look at my wife. And she's it ain't only, never going to happen. And she's only going to afford you that. Um, possibility to be able to go out there and do those yeah. things. If we if we'd have decided if because we made the decision at first that my wife was going to stay home for six months, we did the calculations mm-hmm. and all that. It made all the sense in the world. It made all the logical economical sense for her to go oh, back yeah. to work afterwards. And I said, nope, you stay home, you take care of our daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take care of it. I now make more money than both of us combined would have ever made mm-hmm. right. because I could focus on my career and I wasn't worried about my kids. I wasn't worried about my wife. Right. She's happy. She's focused. You know right. what I'm saying? And it allows me to build. And even from a ministry perspective, supports the stuff in the ministry, like co-runs our nonprofit, you know what I'm saying? And does stuff in that dynamic to where, but we never had to compete. Right. We yeah. never had to compete over who got to pick, who going to work today, who got to take the day off, who should take a promotion because it's taking more time away from the family. Like we that's, didn't have to do that. Like, and it's a lot of stay at home yeah. mom because that's that's Proverbs thirty one right there, bro. Yeah. Because right. they actually out there supporting your business, running their own business, and taking the care of the kids. It's a right. lot of things. It's a lot of benefits to that. that a lot sure. of people don't see. 
For sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and, it's, and there's nothing against also people, women that choose to work. Yeah, I'm about to right. say, my no. wife. Because like, a lot, I'll be no, women. No. My wife can stay work. at home, but she chooses to work and she yeah. can. Yeah. yeah, and especially once my kids get a certain age, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, once my kids get a certain age, like, my wife does, gets more active in doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but it's the, the mother aspect of it, right? Like, it's... The mother, yeah. But, the I, but I'm like, I'm like different too. Like, I, I feel like my kids... Like I, I turned down a lot of opportunities. Right. Just like I, I can travel Same all here. year long, but right, I don't. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm not gonna miss anything with my kids. Right, um, that's right. just not gonna happen. And I feel like they need their dad because women, they offer. We both offer two different. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and I don't want them to miss one. You know what I'm saying? Understood. So I'd rather to be. I'd rather catch them as much as I can. Definitely. The school system has eight hours with a kid. Right. How many hours do we actually have with our kids? Remember we were talking about yeah, this? Bro. We yeah. got about three hours, half of that's cooking. Right. You know, you, yeah. you might got 30 so. minutes. I saw a study the other day. It said it's 37 minutes. It's yeah. the average amount of time, quality time we spend with our kids. That's, that's, that's terrible. The same thing. That's, that's like, sick, that's my kids are homeschooled. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Somebody else like, out in the world teaching, yeah. them, teaching them. Yeah. That's selling different things. And that's probably, you know, contradictory. Right. So you got to combat that. It's a lot. It's a lot to think about, you know. And again, the churches, we have to. It's, a, it's so much stuff we got to talk about. We got to talk about parenting. None of yeah. us is taught about parenting. Churches right. need to have a whole, a whole half of the church need to be on parenting and the importance of picking the right person when you get married. Right. Yeah. Yo, cause you know, that, not, not, not just anymore. the person's yeah. a Christian, you know what I'm right. saying? It ain't just, just that. It ain't just that. Yo, I believe in Jesus. No, no, no. Do you know what this walk of marriage is about? Cause this exactly. is a ministry in itself. Right. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people understand that. They think this is this is all you know googly eyes, and we're gonna right. make that's babies. That's what I said. say. Life goal pictures on Instagram. Vacations and you know all of that. Like, it's nah. hard. It's like you said. It's nah. a constant denying of yourself, dying to yourself every day. Yeah, you gotta yeah. pick up that cross, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know we had a couple more man. subjects, but we nah, got, I think yeah, I think we I think we good. All right, cool, cool, man. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, I mean. Yeah, time be flying, man. <laughs> two two hours and eleven minutes. That's crazy. I guess, I guess we can end like here. Two man, we can yeah. de- we definitely yeah. can always reconvene. It's always, bro. It's, uh, no doubt. It's a can of worms. We start talking about one thing, we can go into the, the next. Um, all right, man. I yeah. guess we I guess we all gonna get out of here. No doubt. I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in to episode seventeen of this podcast and for everybody. We appreciate our, our guests. Um, hope we get them here more often to speak, man. We collaborate, do whatever yeah, it is, know. man. Um, all just to glorify God, man. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. Uh, God bless you. Enjoy, enjoy your week. Thank you. Appreciate God bless. Peace. Peace. This podcast ain't for everybody.